Welcome. This is the Lone Star Actual Play Shadowrun Podcast. I'm Box. Today, the team follows up on information that leads them to tacos. But on the way, a spate of bad luck greets them on the highway with bloody consequences. But yeah, um, I'll let you guys uh, fill Ken in what he uh, took a nap through. I always like to hear the, the recaps from the players' perspectives. Yeah, so do you remember me going into the pet store and buying some uh, pets for food? Um, you know, that sounds very vaguely familiar. Uh, As if in a dream. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> yeah, like in a dream. Yeah, I believe you totally creeped out the, uh, the young girl who was working at the pet shop. Absolutely. <laughs> I wanted to buy these pets for food and then question you about all of your coworkers. <laughs> It's the Finn and Fur shop. <laughs> nice. Uh, grill, grill. Go ahead, Rob. I was just about to say, it's a roadkill grill. You kill it, we grill it. That's right. There's <laughs> nothing like a pet store hamster and guinea pig. Okay, so it's fast food. Sorry. <laughs> so I believe after we did that, there was a... Uh, I don't remember who noticed the person outside, if it was me because I was walking around or one of you guys saw him on camera or something. I believe we went to go check out her uncle's place. Yeah. Which was just down the street. Yeah, that's it. We called him to uh, get him to come down to the store. She called him to come down to the store, and uh, he didn't show up, strangely enough. Imagine that. And then I think we uh, mind-mojoed some guy in a car, and uh, the rest of the team came and picked him up, and I think that's kind of where we left off, was, was getting to take that guy downtown with a bookum Dano. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we ended up we ended the episode with the line "Bookum Dano," <laughs> which is awesome, by the way. And the guy's only mildly injured. Uh, he took a cold shot to the hand from uh, oh yeah, um, Nina. Well, yes, he has been arrested and taken into custody. And his apartment was all uh, basically decked out with weapons at hand wherever he were to reach, if I remember correctly. I don't remember you guys going to his apartment. Yeah, we did. Yeah, weren't there, like, grenades strapped to the underside of the table in easy reach and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, maybe you guys did. Okay. A little bit fuzzy on the end there, too. Yeah, we searched the apartment first. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the guy definitely had all kinds of weapons just all over the place. Well, when I say all kinds, I mean mostly pistols, but yeah, some grenades and stuff, too. Kind of reminds me of that one scene in The Punisher. And this guy that we're talking about was the guy that was working at the pet store? I don't think this was the uncle. He, the uncle, he is the owner of the store who has the only access to the room where some certain items we were looking for were um, kept. So did we get a chance to search that room? Still locked. I looked at it astrally, and it was empty as far as I could tell. Yeah, you didn't even pick up blobs of technology. So we need to get into the room in the back of the pet store, correct? Yeah, I think so. At the first opportunity, I'm going to uh, make sure our illustrious leader knows that any time we have probable cause to get past locks, I can do so rather efficiently and quietly. All right, and uh, who's who's doing what with uh, your uh, the guy you've arrested? 
Well, figure me and Nina probably be the ones to uh, take him downtown and actually do the booking. Yep. And let the LT know so he can come down and work his magic or any other investigative interviewee types. Yeah, once this guy's processed, I figure I'd take a crack at him and see what else he knows. All right, so we've got Officer Garrett and uh, Taylor, Nina Taylor, uh, taking um, taking the uh, uh, suspect perpetrator. I'm not sure what the right term is. The dude. <laughs> uh, um, person of interest. There you go. All right, there you go. Taking the person of interest. Uh, to a location where he can be properly interviewed. And who's remaining at the pet store? I believe that's uh, Billy Joe and I. I can stay there with you as well. Uh, that's good, Billy Joe, because you need to open the store. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't really have any door opening skills, though. Billy Joe, what did they teach you in uh, Academy? Well, uh, sh- shoot it. Yes, that is number one choice in the Academy. In this case, if you did that, you'd have to justify expending a round when you're not in a firefight nor apprehending a criminal. What's the second choice? Run it run it over? There you go. What? <laughs> oh I think I must have missed that day. <laughs> that seems like an awfully big hammer for such a small door. Oh, I forgot, Billy Joe. You're supposed to drive your body, not the car. <laughs> oh, so oh, oh, I jack into myself. Is that what you're saying, LT? Uh, yeah, or you could jack out and just throw your shoulder against this. Uh, <laughs> I'm not very strong. I'm sort of a small guy. Ooh, 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 can we get a ram? Can we get a ram? <laughs> yes, let's call SWAT so we can use their battering ram. <laughs> oh, forget SWAT. <laughs> Alright, right, so it seems like the two people most capable of opening the door are driving away from the scene. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Back to HQ. Hey, well, the rest of you going to handle this new... You know, uh, my sister um, can <laughs> make quick work of this door. Why don't we have her do it? Okay. Go ahead and ask her. Okay. We'll call... Uh, I'll call Nina. Yeah. Hey, sis, uh, there's a door here that uh, says it's better than you. You come and unlock it for me, please. <laughs> uh, we're kind of on our way back to the station. Um, uh, yeah, y'all, y'all need to turn around, come back, and uh, open this up for us. All right. It, they, they want us to come back and have yeah, me unlock yeah. the door. Exactly. That's it. So I, I tell Garrett, um, they want us to come back and have me unlock a door. Oh, jeez. All right, tell you what. I'll drop you off, and I'll take care of this, and I'll take care of Yahoo in the back. All right. So basically, turn on GPS and, well, do a 180 or a 360 or a 240, whatever it takes. All right. Once we get there, then. So I have I have approval to uh, go ahead and unlock this door. Yes, Lieutenant Chavez. You know, I admire your brother. Not many would have uh, the ability to admit that uh, their sister, that they need to call their sister in. She suppresses a smirk and nods. So I have approval to open the door, Lieutenant, yes? Uh, I believe that uh, we've arrested a suspect who um, has stored a lot of dangerous weapons and arms that we've got to keep track of, right? Right. 
I start on the door. Okay, so, yep, the door is, um, checking out the door, it's, looks like it's actually fairly durable. Uh, it's got a metal frame, the door itself is metal, and there's a, uh, rather considerable looking maglock there. Alrighty. Uh, first thing you need, need to do is remove the case uh, to access the maglock's electronic guts, so make your, um, your roll locksmith plus agility. Two hits. Okay, you're getting started. Let's uh, take a die away and make another test. Three more hits. For a total of five, you're about halfway there. Take a die away and try again. One. Alright, you're halfway there. Take another die away and roll again. Damn. Four more hits. Alright, almost have the case off. Take another die away and roll again. Three more. And, yep, it takes you um, a little, about 30, yeah, let's see, uh, yeah, about... A little under half a minute to, to get to, to get the case off, and now you're looking at the mag lock itself. This particular mag lock um, uses a uh, card reader, so you're just trying to bypass that. Okay. So go ahead and make another uh, locksmith plus agility test. I'm gonna pre-edge that. Ah, oh, what a waste! Not a single hit. All right, so you kind of look at it for a little while. Uh, um, uh, all right, take a die away and roll again. Am I gonna get have to get Billy Joe in here? <laughs> Three hits. All right, so you're um, um, starting to work at some of the wires. Um, you found the right ones to kind of pull off and strip. So he's, you're making progress. Uh, take another die away and roll again. It's Billy's joke on you. Extended tests. Three more hits. All right, um, yep, yeah, you're, uh, you're working out some more, making good progress. Uh, take another die away, roll again. Two. All right, and again. Three. Almost there. One. And click. No, sir. So, so, from start to finish, about a nearly a full minute's worth of work, and you got the mag lock opened. Dang, sis. You seem to be losing your touch. I glare at you. <laughs> I got it open, didn't I? I? I'd like the door open. She stiffens and straightens her uniform. Um, oh, turns the knob, swings the door open, doorman style. Alright, um, it's, uh, Bit of a push, and you have to kind of put your shoulder against it and creak some as you open up the door. Alright. Takes a little muscle opening up into a large dark room. Those of you with low light vision can um, see pretty well into the room. It looks like a fairly large open room with a pretty bare cement floor. And um, there's a little bit of debris here and there, but for the most part it looks pretty bare. I get the flashlight out. Okay. Shine a light around the room, yes. There, there's like a few there's bits like of paper and whatnot here and there. Here and there. Wrappers from, uh, looks like a couple of wrappers from, uh, candy bars and such, but, um, yeah, this, uh, spec room looks really bare. Okay. Is there, uh, any kind of recording devices, other exits and evidence of what could have been in here? Probably not, huh? Yeah, on, on the other side there, there, there is a sort of a garage, door, sort of roll-up garage door type exit, and another door. Uh, those go to the outside and to the back of the building. Um, other than that, you don't really see any devices. Uh, are you doing a, like a matrix perception or just looking with your eyes? Uh, I was just telling everybody else to look. Oh, okay. I don't looking with your people then. <laughs> I don't have it written down. I don't know why, but we've got a. Some kind of electronic scanner, don't we? 
Oh, here. Um, well, Cyberware and Mad Scanners, at least, in our comlinks. Uh, those are generally used to detect, like, weapons and cyberware on a person. Or, uh, but you, you could go around with the scanners to see if there's anything, I guess, hidden. Would it pick up any electronics or any wireless signals? Not really, no. Oh, all right. Well, whatever. It scans, for, it scans for signs of cyberware in people's bodies, and it also scans for uh, weapon signatures, basically. Uh, whether they, uh, for the most part, being a magnetic detection, you know, metal weapons. Okay, well, I'll go in and start sniffing around then. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception test. You can use the rating of the device as a limit. What sensor, sensor rating for that? Oh, I, I can use the scanners? Or, isn't that what you're doing? I thought you said they wouldn't do any good. No, not for finding electronic devices. But I thought you okay. said you were going to be sweeping the place with that to see if there are any weapons or something. Sure. I'll just go in and use whatever I've got at my disposal, sure. Okay. Anybody else doing anything? Hmm. I got four hits. Okay, so she starts searching and sweeping the place using the scanner on her comlink. Yeah, I guess if our perp is still sitting in the car out front since we've opened this door, then I guess I'll uh, I'll assist with a sensor sweep as well. Do some detecting. Uh, did Garrett take the suspect to he the did. station? Yeah. Yep, he did. No, he's on his, way, on his way with him. I got you. Then I never came back. Um. So there's a there's a, like a delivery door or door to this chamber that goes outside. I'm gonna go open that. Yep. Um. So you go to the uh, you go to that door. You you go to that door and there's controls on the inside to open it. So you can hit a button if you want. I press the green button. All right. The door starts to open. Uh, you kind of expect it to be loud and noisy, but it's actually rather quiet. It's well oiled and makes barely any noise at all. Unlike the wheels of justice. <laughs> Lot of obnoxious. Yep, and before long, you are looking out into the rear parking lot where you apprehended the suspect. Or person of interest. Uh, I thought we had gotten him, like, on the street near his home, or was he actually where he could see this back entrance? Yeah, I thought he was back uh, in his apartment. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the apartment building from outside of the back of this place. Ah. It's a little ways away, but... There's kind of an open area and then buildings beyond. <coughs> Alright, so, um, after sweeping the area, um, you don't find any signs of weapons um, hidden anywhere, and you just become aware that this place has been pretty well stripped clean, if there was anything here to begin with. Are there any video cameras in this room? Nobody's looked for them. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Are you just, like, visually inspecting or doing a matrix Perception. Uh, I, I don't know what this matrix thing is you speak of. I'm looking physically to see if there are cameras up in the ceilings. Gotcha. Well, anyone with a, um, with a, like a comlink and a computer skill can do a matrix perception check. That's not just a Decker Technomancer thing. Oh, okay. And just a rigger with electronic warfare could do a signal scan thing, too. Ooh, that I can do. I'll do that. That's a good idea, LT. That's why you're the LT. All right, yeah, so make electronic warfare plus intuition check. All right. I have achieved three successes. All right, so you detect no active transmissions beyond those of your group. And um, 
Oh, I should also say, though, um, I would imagine you'd be looking around while you were doing the, the sensor sweep, um, Nina. Uh, you don't see any signs of cameras. Okay. Do we That's see really any... What your scanner would tell you, you know, your scanner wouldn't really tell you if they're there, but you know, if you're looking around as you're doing your scanning, I imagine, you know, with uh, four successes, you'd probably notice most things. Um, there is a light switch in the room. I turn on the light. All right. Everybody with low light is uh, abruptly uh, thrown into an uh, uh, area of brilliance. And the, uh, the uh, LED uh, hanging lights uh, light up the place in a stark white light, revealing its bare, empty nature. Getting a... I mean, I know who has crossed the room and who has, you know, LT's on the other side of the room and I've been around it and Billy Joe's been looking around too. Is there any kind of, like looking at the macro here, is there any signs of lots of foot traffic in and out toward the loading door, footprints, any, you know, dings against the wall showing that people unloaded this place in a hurry, anything at all, or is it just a concrete room? Uh, give me a tracking roll. Okay, okay. You have that skill? I do. I do. That's handy. So you guys can assist each other if you want. I, uh, sure. I'll assist. I've got three ranks. I don't know who's best at it. I've got nine dice. I've got 11. So how I'm about a, we assist you? Oh, how many ranks do you guys All right. Um, yeah. I'm going to say uh, this does qualify as urban. And uh, as far as dice pools, that, that, that's important to some degree, but the number of ranks also caps out how many dice you can benefit from. So I've got, got rank the five in it. Okay, i got rank three. I'm two. seven if it's urban again. Awesome. So you take three from me. I got four hits. Alright, so you get a full extra seven dice and two higher limit. Huzzah. That's eight hits. Damn! Okay, so you pick up on a few different things. Uh, one of which is there are you know, some faint signs of tire tracks that would match the uh, vehicle you saw in your vision. Uh-huh. I'll, uh, I'll mark them out in uh, in AR for, for everybody as kind of a, a glowing outline. Based on the dust in this room, accounting for people walking through recently, um, using some of the urban forensic software that you have in your comlink that you uh, use especially for this kind of purpose, uh, the dust layers and scuffs and scrapes and things, you can tell that there were uh, a fairly large number of uh, heavy boxes or crates here. Um, that were moved in and then recently removed. Uh, looks like uh, enough to account for the majority, if not all, of the uh, weapons that were used in the recent assault, and probably then some. Okay. Using the uh, forensic software, I'll, I'll kind of sketch out the outlines of where things are and uh, and mark out the uh, the tracks and whatnot to make sure nobody accidentally steps on them and put up the various uh, police warnings in AR of you know active crime scene and this, that, and the other. All right, give me a uh, computer plus logic test. Not police procedures? Hmm, do you have a computer skill? I do not. All right, you can use police procedures then. Okay. Four hits on police procedures. Okay, yep, so you remember the right things you need to post to uh, declare it as a crime scene and, and mark certain things off. You're not able to put together a, a fancy-schmancy... Uh, uh, visual recreation of what you figure out from your tracking check. Like, like, 
if you you know you had a computer skill and you made a decent role, you could probably put together a fairly decent uh, visual imagery of of what would have been where and what it might have looked like. Okay, but I've at least got the uh, the AR equivalent of those little uh, f- uh, numbered flags they toss down. Yep, that appears to be the extent of what you can find from the empty room. Um, after I'll say with your your thorough urban tracking investigation. You're able to find no signs of even the smallest uh, sensor devices in this room. Okay. Well, I guess we can uh, we can set up a be on the lookout for the uh, the vehicle. We've got the tracks. Can we get some uh, forensics folks in here to help us narrow down what it might be? Sure. I think though it's going to come a little bit out of our budget, but there's a lead, so let's uh, do it. Or uh, maybe uh, maybe Detective Holmes would be able to do something like that. If only Detective Holmes were there. Yeah, the Matrix is everywhere. We can send you pictures. Good call. So I will uh, call up Detective Holmes and uh, upload the precy of the crime scene to him and uh, give him a verbal description of the uh, the van that I saw in my vision and uh and point out the uh, the tracks that we have uh pictures of and see you know uh, detective holmes does that look like uh something that you'd be able to uh to narrow down uh, the vehicle type from uh, maybe give us a lead on uh, where it might be or at least what to look for so we're trying to narrow down what vehicle was used well, I've got a I've got a verbal description of it. We have the uh, the tire tracks here. Um, I I was just wondering if you might have the skills to to help uh, us uh, narrow down uh, what the exact vehicle might be. We can probably run the vehicle description to check to see if anything's been reported stolen within the last uh, week or so. Um, after that, then we'd probably look for registered vehicles that match that description. Um, tire tracks probably won't be so helpful because anything that fits on a van can also fit on a truck and there's lots of those on the road. Well, I can do some matrix searching and see what we can find. And Holmes, you're getting this info as uh, you and uh, Garrett are uh, pulling up the HQ into the parking garage. Okay. So, yep, you and Officer Garrett, the uh, drive back is uh, pretty quiet. The, um, the person you've arrested, he's just sort of sitting in the back seat, uh, looking down, um, not saying anything. By the way, just in case, uh, for future reference, anytime I am transporting an individual, I'm going to automatically turn on any internal cameras inside the vehicle to document what happens in case they do something, say something, or whatever. Just an FYI. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, how about, uh, how about we uh, book this guy and... Let somebody soften soften them up while uh, I do some matrix searching, and then I'll uh, come take a crack at them shortly. I'll do the grunt work. You take care of what you need to do. So it looks like I'm going to need to do some matrix searching there, Cliff. All right, what are you searching for? Let's start with vehicles that have been reported stolen in the last week prior up to the day that we think the distribution went out. Uh, that would be vehicles that match the description that we've been given. Okay. Um, give me a test. And you're just running this off a com link, right? Yeah, because I don't have a deck yet. Alright, so that's a uh, computer test. That, that's computer and logic, right? Uh, intuition, actually. Catch it one moment. And do you have any knowledge skills that would uh, be a benefit to this particular 
Test. Well, I've got some forensics investigation skills. Um, police procedures. Nah, that doesn't really fit. What I don't exactly really have anything. Exactly uh, just vehicles that match the description that have been stolen uh, a week prior and then up to the day that we think the distribution of weapons occurred. Alright, let me make my roll here. Uh, I got one hit. Alright, so you start searching. Uh, that basically, it's an extended test. takes a half an hour per test. So, it'll be a little while. Okay. Uh, how many uh, extended tests do we want us to make there, uh, gang? We got, got nothing else to do. Right? Officer, right, officer. Officer Garrett, um, you, you bring the person of interest in to the HQ, into the, uh, the intake uh, area for uh, uh, what, what, what exactly you're doing with him. Well, let's see. I'll probably, well, take him up to the, notify the desk sergeants, you know, alert the uh, intake people so that they can. Uh, you know, do the, the quote-unquote mugshot stuff. Basically, check his sin, if he's got one. Check uh, whatever information he's got, you know, from his comlink, whatever. Log it into the system. Scan the face. You, like I said, mugshot. And just start doing the intake paperwork. You know, the, uh, probably, there's probably going to be like a small uh, report as and with uh, talks about accompanying charges and stuff like that. So I figure we found enough weapons in there, and the fact that he tried to pull a gun on officers, that should be more than enough to charge him and uh, hold him. All right. So you, um, uh, he does, you in fact, have a sin. Okay. Um, you check his prints. Um, he does have, um, you know, a, a small amount of, um, um, of a record, um, things like a few speeding and parking tickets. Uh, looks like a... Uh, Looks like an armed robbery uh, conviction from a couple decades ago. He uh, served some time on. So basically, not really much else time, since. Small time stuff. Hmm. Open a note for later. This guy's only doing the. Is only known for doing small stuff. Did I what tell you what this guy's name is yet? No. Nope. Okay, it's uh, Oscar Garcia. Oscar Garcia. Well, I'm wondering what caused Mr. Garcia. To suddenly go from what is essentially a penny any crook who wanted to point a gun at a Lone Star officer. Something to uh, well, note for maybe a lieutenant or the detectives to follow up on. Yeah, depending on whether or not you put this in a report is up to you, but when he did um, when he did pull a gun, I don't believe it was directly at a uniformed officer. But it certainly yeah. looked that way. <laughs> That's what I saw. Yeah. I noticed a weapon in the individual's hands. It was pointed in my direction. It could easily have been deployed and could deployed as such in accordance with, you know, section, 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 whatever, of uh, uniform code, whatever, procedure code, whatever. I reacted. There's my justification. He had a weapon out, pointed in my direction. And it looked like he was also taking up a, what could be classified as an ambush position. Gotcha. And what actually happened was he uh, he felt he was being assaulted magically and uh, was going to pull a gun on that strange hobo that was doing things to him in the parking lot. Well, you know what? That's and then the, the cops came up and shot him in the hand. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That's for the lawyers to hand out. I got my probable cause for my point of view. <laughs> <clears throat> right. It's up to you how you write it up, of course, you know. Mm-hmm. It's your guys' word against his, and he hasn't been that's saying anything. Just the facts. 
Hey Cliff, so I'm not sure what our threshold number made hit may have been, but I've gotten uh, 14 hits after two and a half hours, 17 hits after three hours, and 20 hits after three and a half hours. Okay, yeah, well, the first half hour goes by, and that's just the, the processing is, is done, and he's uh, he's got his uh, mugshot and fingerprints scanned and uh, sin check, and he's, he's all processed, and uh, he's in a uh, initial holding cell. You start the next set of searches. Those of you who are uh, back at the um, back at the uh, the fin and fur, uh, you've uh, finished up what you were what you were doing. Yes. Yeah, so we basically done our check and tracking in the scene. Can we actually call a forensics team in to check the guy's apartment and this location? You can do that. Um, that will come out of your budget. How much of their budget does that use? Um. Uh, that will run you about a hundred million an hour. You can expect that the apartment will probably take a good couple hours. If you want them to go over the the, the building here, probably no more than an hour or so. So some somewhere in the neighborhood of three hundred million off of your budget. Done. I'll authorize it. We need the expertise of our people in the lab to help us out here. All right. So you put in the request. Give me a police procedures roll. I have one hit. Okay, well, good enough. <laughs> you didn't glitch or, you know, do the entirely wrong form or accidentally call the SWAT team. Well, that would have worked. We could have made something work out. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get everybody on the team and uh, get them all in on the hookup on, a, like, a conference call or something. And I'm going to say, all right, team. Um... I, uh, I'm going to the command course uh, in my spare time. Um, and uh, one of the first things that actually we can do as a task force or a detail on assignment is uh, we should actually all be in communication with each other all the time uh, through one of these uh, VPN or network things. Uh, Billy Joe, do you know how to set that up? Yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. Do you have a computer skill at all? No. And, uh, yeah, there's this, like, little wizard thing you can run that can... There are paper clips involved. <laughs> <laughs> you just sort of run a wizard and, you know, put in put in the, uh, the IDs and contacts, but, yeah, um, you don't really know how to do anything fancy about it, but you should be able to. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, load the manual the here. Yep. Oh, and uh, have you set that up, Billy Joe? Yes, it's up and running. Okay, everybody, you should all make sure you click on that thing that says uh, yes uh, when you have that request from me. And I did learn something. Um, these command courses are actually very useful. Um, but uh, we have a crime board. That's a crime board. So everything we get, make sure it's logged to the crime board. Yes, sir. Yep. I'll log all the known spots we found weapons in the dude's apartment before they go check it out. Oh, cool. Now that you're all hooked in, I can see what you're all doing all the time. Uh, great. Alright, so whose comlink is going to be the master for the uh, group? Well, I think they're all the same, right? Yeah. I didn't get anything fancy, no. But technically, someone with the highest logic and a computer skill should be the primary. We'll probably want to make that mine. Isn't it willpower for defending it? I believe it is. Oh, 
probably the same person. Well, we all got the Transys Avalon, correct? Device rating six. Yep. Yep. And the. Uh, but I do have a computer skill. The tech net gives us a, what a plus one or two to the firewall. That's uh, right. Whoever's got the, uh, the actually the TechNet module should probably um, actually create that net network. Yeah, and I think yeah, that would have, have to be that. Billy Joe because that has to be uh, no that can be attached to a Comlink, CyberDeck, or um, a Rigger Command Console. Okay, then we'll hook it up to the deck, and we can put everybody link everybody's comps to it. Good right, work, so by Billy the deck, Joe. You mean um, your Command Console? Yes. Okay. Okay, I believe we have a suspect to uh, have a discussion with while the machinery of justice goes to work on his apartment and his former workplace. All right, so another half an hour goes by as you guys get back and towards back to the HQ. About the end of this half hour, the forensics team is arriving on location. Um, so how many hits did you have? Uh, you want to say, Tiny uh, Holmes, uh, after your uh, uh, second half hour? So that would be a t- an hour total search time? Yep. Not many. Uh, let me go back and look. It was nine hits after two hours. I think it was like five after an hour. Okay. So you're starting to get some, uh, 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 starting to get the beginnings of a list in, um, pulling from different uh, databases and such. Uh, you haven't really started uh, filtering it yet. And, uh, yep, so all of you are now in the, uh, at the HQ. And Holmes, you can kind of walk around and do other stuff while you're doing the matrix search as well. It doesn't take your full concentration. We'll say you're minus two to other things while you're doing it. Okay. So, uh, who wants to lead their interview with uh, Oscar? I would say somebody else for the moment, because I've already got uh, some penalties due to the stun that I've taken. You know, unless we need me to go down there and do some mind mojo. Well, he might recognize you as well, right? Yeah, he may recognize me, but I did have somewhat of a disguise going. Uh, Maxwell, you're the uh, the other investigative officer? Uh, yes. You want to try your hand at uh, interrogating the suspect? Uh, I, I guess I could. Uh, it's not my specialty, sir, but uh, if you'd like me to, I will. Oh, why don't you come with me? Yes, sir. So I'll uh, take Maxwell with me, and uh, we'll uh, go interview Senor Garcia. Okay. Are you having him transfer to an interrogation room for that, then? Absolutely. Don't we have our own interrogation room? No. You're really more of an office-type working space. You could probably, you know, spend some of your money to have it modified. It might take a pretty significant procedures role to uh, um, get the request to... uh, um, retrofit the, uh, the the building there to put in an interrogation room, but um, it's possibly something you, you could have done. I, I think we'll manage. We're, I can totally understand not needing to uh, remodel the office for uh, what is, of course, a temporary assignment. All right, and when you arrive at the interrogation room, it's a new kind of your standard interrogation room, a uh, uh, fairly blank, nondescript room with a table, a uh, few chairs, um, White walls, stark lighting with the one-way glass that leads into the room where uh, you you can observe the uh, subject. He's 
sitting in a chair, uh, currently wearing uh, orange handcuffs. Okay, uh, Senor Garcia, how are you doing today? He uh, He's sort of looking away and down a little bit. He doesn't look up as you enter the room. It'll be much easier for you if you just talk to us now. It's easy. Right now, you're not directly involved in any of the heavy business. You just uh, held some stuff and passed it along, and we just need to know uh, the names and who they were. But if you hold out, and uh, I have to put a little work and sweat you a bit, then I want to make sure that uh, you're a full accessory to everything. So here's your chance to come clean. We're going to always give you this opportunity. All right. Um, you can go ahead and make your first uh, intimidation check. Oh, and uh, Lieutenant, what are the uh, rules about uh, magically enhanced uh, 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 questioning today? Uh, Officer Voss, you were not actually required to inform the subject of interrogation that you were an awakened interrogator. Hmm? I'm going to be walking over and uh, and standing behind the uh, subject. All right. Are you going to be doing a teamwork intimidation then, or are you... Uh, Doing some magic stuff as well. I'll assist uh, on the interrogation. I'm not going to use any magic uh, at the moment. See how it works out without it. Okay. Go ahead and make your intimidation tests. I have to wait for his... Four hits. Yep, so as long as you have at least four ranks in intimidation, you can add four dice. Do you have four? What's that? No, you. Uh, Sorry, uh, you're on the receiving end, so as long as you have at least four ranks in intimidation, uh, Tony, you can... Oh, up to, up to four extra dice. Okay, then uh, I got nine hits. All right, uh, he uh, looks up sharply, and um, he seems he seems kind of confused. What What are you talking about? I was I was magically assaulted in a parking lot, and then these police came, and one of them shot my hand, and I was arrested. Well, that's a great story here, but. Uh... Office of Oz here would be perfectly willing to testify that his analysis of you doesn't show any traces of any magical activity. In any case, uh, that's not really why you're here. Um, that's actually nothing uh, compared to uh, what you've been involved in. It may be that you don't actually know uh, what has come out of it, uh, but the fact is um, we're talking about, uh, what is it, like 22, 23 murders? Um, oh, wait. No, those don't count as murders. Just 22 murders, of which at least 11 were Lone Star officers. Now, I haven't let anybody in the building or anyone else know that you've been involved with that or what's going on. And in fact, I'm quite certain that you haven't been involved with it. And that's why I'm giving you this very friendly opportunity to just tell us everything you know. Here's your chance. Go ahead. I'm not at all involved in any murders. I have a pet store oh. and a discreet storage space. That's all true. And I'm interested in that discreet storage space. And this is where you can help yourself. Right now, that's just a minor matter. It can be kept that way. But remember, please don't drag this out. Yeah, uh, sighs a bit and says, uh, All right, I know how you people work. What is it you want? And what are you offering me in return? Well, 
I'm going to keep your part in all of this quiet from the rest of my colleagues. Right, Voss? Certainly. So it can just stay in this room. And in fact, uh, any other business that happened from today can be also swept away. But I'm going to need to know everything about that discrete storage unit. That's what we're really interested in. Well, I rent out storage space. Uh, it's a discrete storage space, so I don't ask questions. I don't particularly observe. I collect uh, the new yen. It's all under the table. And I make it a point not to be terribly nosy about what is being stored. You haven't told me anything I don't know yet. I'm not sure why you think this has anything to do with the murders of police officers. Oh, I know what was in those boxes. In those boxes, in that one box that we're very interested in, were all the weapons that we've traced that were used in, the, in an incident a few weeks ago in which many valiant compatriots of mine were murdered. And, you know, I'm still sore about it. Many, many of my fellow officers are sore about it. But I know if you die in custody today, I'm not really going to get much further with my investigation. Well, it's possible someone may have stored weapons. Uh, it's, it, I, I suppose you, you, you might make that conjecture, but uh, anything you might assume is just a broad assumption. Oscar, you know, do you have family? I do. I have family. All those officers are mine that died. They're my family. How would you feel if something bad happened to your family? I'm not sure where you're going with this. I'm very sorry for your loss for your friends, but I'm certain I'm not involved. Well, Oscar, we've tracked it to your location. We know it was stored there. We know it was delivered and picked up. We know you're involved. And we know that your family's now involved because they're there and handle this. All right. Give me a, um, we'll call this a negotiation test. Damn you. <laughs> We've already intimidated him into actually talking when he was just going to be quiet the whole freaking time. And uh, give me also a, um, you can both uh, give me a uh, judge intentions roll as well. Four hits on Judge Intentions. Okay, I used Edge on my negotiations. This isn't as good. Uh, I got five hits. And four hits on Judge Intentions. Okay, yeah, both of you can tell with your Judge Intentions that he is um, hes definitely nervous about something. He's, he's, he's trying to play it off uh, as cool as possible. And he's definitely trying, uh, deliberately trying to avoid giving you some information that he has. You can definitely tell that he knows he, he knows more than he's letting on. He's trying to be as evasive as possible about it, but still try to give you something. And as you speak, you're trying to negotiate him into sort of giving more more information. He says, All right, I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I do have some information about my most recent client. I, I don't know what he was storing, or why, and I didn't ask, but... I'm going to want something in return for this information. I want some paperwork that uh, prevents me from being directly charged, and 
And I'm going to want police protection for my family. Well, you know, all of that's possible, but you've got to really help me. Now, one of your good options is actually if we park you somewhere for a while. And then it looks like until this is over. And then um, that way we can um, get out of maybe the protection for your family. But if we put uh, protective detail on your family, they're going to know. All right. Uh, well, again, I, I'm deliberately... Uh, d deliberately as ignorant as possible of anything going on with the storage in my uh, storage space. It's a big part of why people hire me, but I'm well aware that um, smugglers likely use it frequently for all kinds of goods. I imagine things like drugs and beetles and possibly weapons. My most uh, recent client, uh, he's, he's used the space before from time to time. Let me grab my notes here. Where did I write this down? You see, he's still injured from his uh, hand. Uh, I believe you guys patched him up. Okay, just checking. And technically, there is still kind of an injury there, but it's been it's been healed up pretty well. All right. There is a uh, group of people who are involved in in smuggling, and not exactly a gang. Uh, they don't have gang signs or colors. I'm not sure if they're tied to greater organized crime or not, but they, uh, they normally do business out of, uh, out of uh, one of the restaurants in Fort Worth, the uh, El Rancho del Taco. Uh, the man who brokered the deal on this, well, he goes by the name of Brute, and said, we've done business uh, a number of times before. In this case, the, um, the pay was a bit better than usual, and I did notice them unloading some rather large crates. There were several different uh, drop-offs and uh, several different uh, pickups from there before they vacated the location. I'm not sure how you tracked anything back there, but if you did, and if these other weapons that are used, well, it's probably for the best that they be brought to justice. Um, I'm not interested in politics or violence. I'm a businessman. All right. Thank you, Oscar. Very good. Okay, so I just want to verify. Brute brokered this deal. Does he actually part of the group, or is he um, that uh, drops the stuff off, or is he simply someone that routinely represents them? He uh, he's often involved in 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 uh, actually sending some of his uh, people to uh, drop things off, but. These were some uh, some different vehicles than what I've seen before for his group. Normally there's a couple of uh, different um, uh, pickup trucks that they use for different things. But uh, these were larger vehicles, vans. This, uh, it did seem a bit different. Well, this is good work, Oscar. You've been cooperative and done what you can. I understand your position. Now, we want to keep you and your family safe. The easiest is if we go with this cover charge from today's incident, uh, give us a f that'll put you in for a few weeks. Um, but then it looks like you're just picked up accidentally and no one knows that you've talked to us. And it's safer for you if no one um, knows uh, really what happened because uh, if other of my fellow officers find out that... Um, 
we actually are really interested in you, they might take liberties. And we want to make sure that you, uh, I can spread the story that uh, you're not directly involved and it's just incidental. How does that sound? Well, I suppose it's my only good option. And I can assure you there's no way these charters can be uh, brought to, against you and stand. Well, I suppose that sounds as, uh, as good as I'm likely to get. I suppose I should even thank you. You should. Gracias. De nada. All right, we're going to send you back into the general population with these cover charters, and, uh, but we'll keep track of you, okay? Very well. Yep. Officer Voss, you want to take care of this? Sure thing. I'll process them through. All right. So, yeah, overall, that takes uh, between the uh, interview and the processing that another hour goes by. So your, your two-hour mark has uh, come. You've got nine hits there on your uh, data search. And at that time, you've uh, basically got a, a fairly complete list of stolen vehicles um, and cross-reference those with your search terms and parameters. There have been, um, you know, some vans reported stolen, so you've got a few different ideas. Um, but you're not sure that they're all, you know, the right kind for sure um i mean as far as the tire tracks goes it's hard to say from what you've seen um they, they, they could fit a wide variety of vehicles uh the forensics team is about an hour and a half no about an hour into their investigation they got another two hours to go it's around lunchtime now all right everybody let's go uh, grab some lunch um at uh, el rancho del taco yeah all right, so you bring up El Rancho del Taco in uh, the equivalent of a Google search, and can you guys hear me? Yep. yep. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, you bring up uh, El Rancho del Taco um, on the equivalent of a Google search, and uh, there are two different locations. One is in um, southeast area of Fort Worth, the crappy part of Fort Worth that's close to Arlington, and the other one is in southern Dallas, just south of the ring. Oh, Oscar did say it was the one in Fort Worth. He did specify. So, uh, civilian gear, go take a look. Jimmy Chung, it does sound pretty good. Hey, boss, you want uh, me, me and Nina to go in uniform, or you want us to get in street clothes? Actually, that's a great suggestion, Garrett. You and Nina come in uniform. If the rest of us go there and see how they react when you come in, that might be revealing. Sounds good. Give uh, it for everybody. I'm going to uh, summon a 4-6 uh, Spirit of Man before we leave the station, just so I'll be uh, prepared just in case. Okay, uh, who are you summoning? Might as well go for my old partner again. He's been working out pretty well for me. All right, uh, make your roll. And hey, we're going to a restaurant, so it's finally a chance for him to get something other than vendo food. Four hits. Okay, you start um, trying to summon him, and you, uh, you you touch on a significant amount of resistance. Because at that point, you realize that you are um, you, you somehow hadn't noticed, but you're particularly close to a vending machine. And. Uh, and uh, you don't succeed in pulling him forth, and you have to resist eight drain. Ouch. Dang! Yeah, summoning's kind of unpredictable sometimes. I have a feeling the dip squad may need a nap here soon. 
Well, I'm able to soak five of it. Okay, yeah, that uh, takes a lot out of you, and you're, you're feeling a significant amount of anxiety towards that vending machine. Yeah, yeah, I am. <laughs> I think I heard it talking bad about you. All right, I've added a map marker for... I've added a map marker for El Rancho Del Taco in uh, Fort Worth. Real little while to remember how to do that. Uh, all right, team. This is really just a initial observation or surveillance, just so uh, just so we can figure out what's going on. I also think going directly from talking to Oscar and jumping down on these guys um, would make too much of a connection. Not that I care about Oscar. But I want to use him later, if needed, to uh, kind of pass over the rest of the department to uh, get rid of some other anger, if it's needed. Actually, we might be able to try to roll him for, into a CI later, if you want to use him later. That's right. We might never. We might need a discrete storage location of our own sometime. Right, Billy Joe? You never know when you need to store something. Y'all might come up with anything. We can put it in there, because it's discreet. All right, it took me long enough to look it up, but thankfully my country, right or wrong, kicks in, and I don't feel the uh, burn from that three points of, uh, of drain. So I'm going to try nice. to uh, try to pull him in again with only a force four this time. I got five hits on it. Okay, uh, looking at four drain then, and uh, you uh, pull him forth. He's looking a bit, you know, kind of uh, uh, bags under his eyes, and he's got a half-eaten bag of Cheetos. Soak that drain. All right, we're going out to a uh, El Rancho del Taco. So, okay, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting away from this place. So, where are we? You're going to um, head over to a restaurant for lunch? Jimichangas. All right, so who is going... And, uh, in what fashion? Garrett and I are going in uniform. Yeah, I'm going to order a liter of cola. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Hey, uh, I think we need to drive somewhere and pick up a new vehicle so we're not driving around in these cop cars. Well, I'm just going to take my motorcycle. All right. I'll follow you in the uh, squad car because that's the only transportation I've got. You can always hop on the back. We're going to cab. Uh, I'd, maybe I'll just get a cab. I'll split a cab with you, Billy Joe. We really, ought to, we really ought to try to get a uh, unmarked for official use. Seriously. Well, you got we, that nearly 200,000 million burning a hole in your pocket. We did put the request for the unmarked car in, Billy Joe. Is that ready yet? Uh, that should be ready for you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. You put that in earlier today. You guys have had a busy morning. Time for a nice, relaxing lunch. I'm buying, guys. Come on. Oh, yeah. Ah, so, uh, El Cabo Grande. That's right. We're getting the El Presidente feast. <laughs> it's uh, four tacos instead of three. <laughs> <laughs> Big spender. Try to make up with a plastic sombrero. <laughs> the difference is it's got green onions slivered on the top. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll take the sombrero as long as it's got, you know, the, those cheese pockets in there so I can dip my nachos in them. <laughs> right, I so dare we... someone to look at me wrong. I dare them. <laughs> I'll look at you wrong. <laughs> yeah, but you're my partner. You're supposed to look at me wrong. <laughs> part of the job. 
So, uh, Garrett and Nina, you need to eat separately from us. Yeah. Yep. So you two are taking a squad car, and then we got uh, Billy Joe and Maxwell taking a cab. Tony uh, on his bike, and uh, Detective Holmes, how are you getting about? I'll take my normal detective car that I get issued. Oh, At some point, I'll pony up for a vehicle. So you're, you're taking a squad car, then? Yeah. Because um, as far as getting issued, you get a squad car. With, like, the lights on the whole nine yards? Yeah, it's like a patrol car. It says Lone Star all over it. And... Oh, man, what a buzzkill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you wanted something extra, you essentially would have to buy it with your starting character money, or if it existed. So to the LT's question, uh, you may have been one of the few people who uh, bought a vehicle. I don't remember if I did. Let me look at my equipment. Nope, I usually take the bus, so I can take the bus and I'd just be like two hours late. (laughs) Also, this is on the other side of Arlington, so there's only a few buses that go straight through Express. You got two guys taking a cab, just jump in with them. All yeah, right, we'll jump in. Three jump or four in. ways. And the cab fare is like uh, around 100 new yen. It's a bit of a drive, and it's through Arlington, so. Remember, we're all listening and hearing and talking and seeing everything, all our comlinks for the entire team. Yep, you're all on the tack net and everything. Yeah, so turn it off when you get in the can. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That, <laughs> and, uh, also, for the tack net, don't forget, um, there are certain bonuses that you guys get to pick. As well, each of you get to pick what you get the bonus to. Tactics to, right? to some boots. Yep, yep. it's, it's a firewall. Yep, you guys had the level two uh, attack net. Rob, didn't you write that part? Why, uh, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> well, then you know all that info off the top of your head, right? Oh hell no! Are you kidding? <laughs> I forgot that as soon as I turned it in. <laughs> it melts out. Melts out the, out the brain and into the fingertips, right? Pretty much. I mean, come on. I can't be expected to remember everything. I got new stuff to write and screw <laughs> up. I mean, work on. <laughs> so, again, just to refresh everybody's memory, it's um, you guys get uh, plus two to all perception tests, including audio and visual, and plus one to sneaking tests. Sweet. Um, you can coordinate combat maneuvers as a simple rather than a complex action. And the team leader can conv- can transfer five initiative points to another team member on the network uh, with a complex action. Also, then, uh, each person gets to choose plus one to either uh, a close combat skill, um, a gun skill, or, or unarmed combat. Hot damn. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's some quality stuff right there. For the record, I'm taking on uh, that plus one to unarmed combat. I have not had to use it yet, but I'm looking forward to the day I'll have to. And you can switch sort of. to a different skill, that bonus to a different skill at any time with a simple action. Oh, cool. And I think it adds something to Firewall, too, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Half the device rating. Um, so it's device rating 5. So let me see here. It doesn't say rounded up or down. Yeah, it's page 105 if anybody's curious. Thanks. So, can I choose what drugs I can inject everybody with? Um, if they have, um, like auto injectors, yes. And I don't. Thank you very much. Oh, no, the, there's the trauma module thing, so yeah, people can wear a tra- the trauma module that's attached to it, mm-hmm. and the, uh, it can be loaded with one dose of any drug of the user's choice. You hear that? User's choice, not user's boss's choice. 
Well, the boss is the <laughs> user of the whole tac- tactical network. So Damn it! It's pretty common for a trauma patch to be loaded into this. Yep. Is this in run and gun? Yep. Yep. Yeah, it is. Uh, stim patch is another popular choice, but uh, trauma patch is probably the most common. Yeah, for those time when those pesky bullets get through. <laughs> Thank you kindly. All right, so we all hop in our party wagon and or taxi van. Head over to the Del Taco. All right, so um, I want um, everybody to make an edge test. Wee! Edge? What the hell did we screw up on this time? <laughs> I this is just hit. to see if you get shot rolling through Arlington. Oh, I got one hit. Oh, no, that's bad. Oh, crap. <laughs> now, it has to be more than half to do a glitch? Yeah. Yes. Well, it doesn't matter because I'm wearing the critical glitch hat right now. So, Cliff, <laughs> I've got a critical glitch too. Me and Billy Joe in the ta- cab. Oh, here. I think the guys in the cab all critical glitched because I did too. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. So the cab was really wired by a bomb from the mob, and we're all dead. So That's... in the in the cab then is um, Billy Joe, Boss, and Holmes, right? Yeah. All critically glitched. Billy yeah, Joe did. Uh, yeah, I did too. Was that an explosion in the rearview mirror? <laughs> That's right. what you get for not buying a personal vehicle. In <laughs> <laughs> Serves you right. Yeah. Sorry, now uh, Garrett and um, uh, Taylor, what did you guys get? I got one. I got hit. three. I got three. All right, and then I remember. I got uh, one. You got one. <sighs> okay. So yeah, most of the cab companies have actually like, that actually drive through here have uh, actually paid off, like have like regular payments to some of the go gangs that uh, tear up and down this place. But apparently, the particular cab company that you guys chose uh, isn't one of those that make payments and regularly run through here. So um, apparently, a number of go gangers uh, think that you're a fair game and a lovely target for their uh, target practice. Um, about, about, basically about, um, uh, you guys, you guys are driving along, um, it's an automated cab, by the way, um. Thank you for choosing Johnny Cab. <laughs> it's Johnny Reb Cab in Dallas. <laughs> yep, Johnny Reb. Thank y'all for choosing Johnny Reb, choosing Johnny Reb, Reb Cab. Yeah. Is, this, is this like the cabs from Total Recall where it's got the robot in the driver's seat? No, there's no unnecessary robot in the driver's seat. There is an AR image of one. Yeah, but the actual hardware would cost money. Yep. (laughs) They all look like Ernest Borgenine. Nice! I like that. Me too. In the background, do we hear like the Airwolf theme or something like that? (laughs) Alright, so... You uh, see there's a a group of uh, bikes that uh, pull off... um, from uh, from an on ramp and uh, start revving up and uh, surround your cab. They're uh, hooting and hollering, shooting off some shots into the air, and uh, they're kind of uh, oh, they're, they're they're definitely approaching and starting to surround and uh, mess with your vehicle. Let's uh, roll down the windows. I roll down the window. I'm going to shoot someone. And I'm going to cast improved reflexes. <laughs> and I'm getting my rifle ready. All right, and uh, then I'm going to have. Uh, Let's see here. Nina and uh, Garrett, uh, which one of you is driving? Usually I end up driving by yeah. default. Okay. And you've gotten three hits on an edge test, so you're actually um, 
Um, you're actually a little, little bit behind uh, the cab. You're, you're following around, following behind a little ways. Um, so you didn't actually go in front of, of the cab, so they didn't see you pass by. Uh, but you're, you're behind a ways. Um, not actually quite in visual range at this point, but you're definitely seeing stuff through the, uh, the, uh, tac- uh, the, the um, tactical network um, that they're uh, in some trouble. And uh, behind you a little ways is uh, the... Uh, the LT. Free action so. of the text message. LT, I don't think we're going to make lunch. All right, so you guys can each take an action, and uh, those of you who are in the car, can they can take an action? Um, well, every, actually, everybody can just take an action, some sort of preparatory, whether it's to put a spell on or get weapons ready or something. And um, then we'll go to initiative. So you're calling everything that we just uh, rattled off as our preparatory stuff, or have we already done sure. those things? Nope, that would be your preparatory theme of job. Ready. I'm going to, uh, to ask my spirit uh, to, to hold off the, uh, the go-gangers here to stop them for us. Window down, locked and loaded. Drive casual, Garrett. Oh, floor it, got it. <laughs> Alright, then go ahead and put your initiatives in the initiative tracker. Okay. It's in the Google Doc, by the way. Ouch. Right now, there's only four people on there. We'll just do a new one, I guess, below the thing. All right, so uh, I guess Holmes, you're first. You're in the cab. Um, uh, with the um, one of the windows is rolled down. Billy Joe is uh, rolled down a window. Uh, who's in the middle in the cab? Uh, <clears throat> who's the smallest? You know, I actually, I actually kind of figured that one of those might be riding shotgun, and that person would probably have been me. Okay, fair enough. You know, this could be one of those circular lounge things where there's seats both ways in the thing, right? There's no driver. Mm. That's true. That's a good point. We'll, we'll say that. <laughs> DM has ruled. So they've uh, all of our go-gangers have their guns out and they're shooting up in the air and getting ready to pick yep. us off. I think I'm going to grab one of their mines. So let's do a Force 5 control thoughts. Okay. It breaks. <laughs> that is resisted with logic plus willpower, right? I got Which three hits. This one. You got three hits as well. So you feel him shrug off the uh, effects of the spell. His mind resists your, your intrusion. And I take his point is done for my efforts. I got really good dice luck tonight. Stop Spirits that. resisting being summoned. Alright, next is Nina. Alright, these uh, they're all on bikes, I take it? Yep, um, you are not yet in visual range. I have a sniper rifle. Mm, good point. <laughs> Everything's in range. Yeah. I'm going to say you're going to have to essentially spend a simple action doing the observe in detail using your scope or vision mag to okay. sort of locate a target, because they are a ways off. Sounds good. So I'll observe in detail. Okay, make a perception check. Uh, threshold of three. Don't forget your bonus for the tactical network. Oh, I won't. Three hits. Okay. So you observe that there are half a dozen bikes, uh, two of which have somebody riding bitch, and um, there's there there's one of the bikes that's in front of the cab, uh, which you don't have a very good shot at, but you have a reasonably good shot at any, any of the other ones. Okay. Um. Um. Kim, you had to use your simple action to locate your targets, so your vision mag doesn't count for reducing the range. Unless you actually aim. So you could aim this round and not shoot, or you could take a shot at 
the ranger at? What's the ranger map? Let's see, we're essentially in chase combat, and uh, you guys are at, at essentially the extreme range for chase combat, which would probably count as long range for your gun. Let me, let me pull up the chase combat chart here. Long range is minus six, right? Or four. Just a second, I don't have the chart in front of me. Can somebody else look that up? I'm in the process. Alright, you're in extreme distance, so we'll say around 250 meters, actually, which might not be that long for your gun. 250 is in medium range, which is minus one. Okay. I'll and another minus, another minus two because you're firing from a moving vehicle. Alright, I'm going to aim, um, well, not actually aim. I'm going to take a shot at the, I want to try to find the front most um, bike to the side. Uh, it would have to be on my side of the, uh, so on the passenger side of the cab. Okay. My goal is to uh, take him out and hopefully the other yahoos aren't good enough to get around him, but maybe they are, who knows. All right, and what kind of shot are you taking? Cold shot to the engine block. Okay. So with my modifiers, then, it would be a minus one for the cold shot, minus two for a moving vehicle, minus one for the, day, the distance. So minus okay. four. Okay. Yep. I'm going to say he's not really aware of your shot, but they are kind of doing some maneuvering, so I'm going to give him a defense roll with a penalty. I got two hits. Okay. I'm going to give them a minus, or essentially no bike skill, so just straight reaction. And that's no hit, so you actually hit with two successes, so what's the damage? Oh, let's see, there's no damage value limit, so so that'd be 14 PAP minus, uh, minus four? Shoot. Sorry, I don't know if my calculations include the ammo or not. Probably not, I think uh, the base AP for a sniper rifle is probably four at least. And it's loaded with APDS, which is, is that four on its own? Yeah. So that's AP minus eight, um, but it was to the engine block anyway, so it should disable the vehicle. Yeah, um, you did 11 boxes of damage. That vehicle had um, that many boxes to begin with, so essentially you removed the entire engine from the bike underneath the biker who goes flying off bike parts, flipping end over end in two different directions, and the uh, biker is uh, a nasty uh, bouncing smear on the pavement for a while. What about the guys behind oh, him? That's gotta hurt. I hope so. Well, I'll say one of them has to make a test. That's what we officially call deceleration trauma. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the other one doesn't even uh, doesn't even slow in reacting. It's uh, looks like uh, just another day in life. I suppose. Cool right. man. <laughs> just uh, moves out of the way. <laughs> the uh, person riding in the back uh, waves at the uh, the bouncing figure. <laughs> as uh, they recede into the distance. Nice. What was that all about? Eh? He owed me money. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bunk. So, bikers number one here. Uh, that happens, and then uh, bikers group number two on 19. That's the majority of them here. Let's see, there's an open window, so... Um, one of them that's uh, riding, and uh, someone's riding pitching. They, they, they both. Um, I'm going to say the, the the bikers in this case. Um, they're all pretty much at like close range with the cab at this point. So, the ones that are driving bikes are just going to do their complex action to drive their vehicles this pass. And um, there is um, there's two different people who are riding bitch. One of which is just holding on. The other one has his. Uh, some machine gun at the ready, and he is firing into the vehicle at, um, still learning names here. 
Uh, Billy Joe. Fred so Billy me. Joe, you can make a defense test. You get plus three dice for being in a vehicle, kind of like a cover bonus. Yes, yes, I want to do that. Uh, he is going to be firing off a... Oh, he's got lots of recoil comp. Let's just make it up. This submachine gun has actually like a drum on it. Oh my god. So he's just going to rip off a ten round burst. Why the hell not? So uh, you're minus nine to your defense test, but you get a bonus of three. Uh, so that's my reaction plus intuition? Intuition. Okay. I got one, two, three, four hits. All right, yeah. Bullets are spraying just all over the place. Um, even into the vehicle, uh, there really aren't many windows left after this point. Uh, but you managed to duck down just in time to avoid the fire. And with the way the bullets are hitting, it looks like he's using explosive ammo. That's not very All friendly. Right. And that was 19, so 17 RS. Uh, who's RS? Not I. I think that might be old from the last session. Okay. Yeah, I saw RS on the list here, so... All right, uh, then uh, Garrett, you definitely have a higher edge than the uh, Johnny Red Cab, so go for it. Well, I'm thinking we need to get up there, so basically I'm going to floor it. Okay, so you're going to take an action to catch up? Yep. Roll the pilot so ground vehicle, and I'm going to edge it. All right, give me a driving test. Yep, if nothing else, it'll give me a better shot. Excellent. And I'm going to have this be opposing, not the bikers, because they're not, they're essentially, they're, they're staying with the cab. I'm going to have your dice go against the Johnny Cab's roll. Okay. And the, yep, sorry, go on. Six total. All right, you were able to just <laughs> floor it and catch up to uh, short range. So you're pretty oh. much like pull up right, right up to the, the, the go gang. Oh, yeah. Okay. And basically lights and sirens on, basically give them some. To uh, quote Captain Sulu, now we'll give him something else to shoot at. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Johnny Reb cab goes, and uh, the, uh, there's the uh, voice inside the cab, which is picked up in your comlink, says, It appears we're in a violent altercation. It is recommended that you lower your bodies as low as possible, avoid the windows, or what's left of them. And uh, hang on tight, this is going to get a bit hairy. I like and the uh, managed to program in, it's going to get hairy <laughs> to the AI. And the Johnny Red Cab attempts to accelerate pathetically as the bikes <laughs> and uh, everyone else manages to keep up just fine. But he's trying. I hope you're paid up on your crash cart uh, contract. I'm all sympathetic to the cab because it looks like Ernest Borgnine. Does he have a 10-gallon hat? Please say he's got a 10-gallon hat. <laughs> it depends on which uh, avatar you choose for your cab driver. There's a number of different choices. All right, Billy Joe, you're up. I'm going to stick my head up. I'm going to yell out the window, Y'all go, Gagers can suck it! And I'm going to shoot him with my satellite guardian. All right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> satellite guardian, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the right. one. Right. No, this is Texas. Satellite's just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I said what I meant. I meant what I said. <laughs> I'm the star, baby. I shoot him with whatever I want. I do what I want. Nice. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Are you shooting the person who just tried to shoot you then? Exactly. Okay. And I'm going to take an aim action. And <clears throat> I'm going to spend some edge. Uh, firing off a three-round burst or a single shot? Three-round burst. Ooh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six hits. Five of those are sixes. Ooh, sweet. Seven hits. 
Alright, you got five net hits. What's your total damage in AP? My total damage with five net hits is 13P minus one AP. I gotta put a requisition in for some better ammo. Alright, so yeah, ten damage gets through, so you blow that ganger right off of the uh, bike uh, to go bouncing and rolling in the freeway. And I'm going to use a move uh, action to drop to the floor of the cab. I uh, used a simple action to aim and a simple action to shoot. But can't I still move? I'm going to say a free action would have been kind of duck up okay. from, from your uh, thing before. So I, know you're still okay. pre- you, I mean, you still get the uh, kind of cover bonus from the vehicle, but I'm not going to let you just... Uh, it's going to take a bit more than what you got to, d- to drop prone. Fair enough. Not to be a killjoy, but... Uh, you use a Selvit on uh, burst fire or semi-auto? Burst. That's a complex action right there. Uh, I believe that was a ratted where it doesn't take a complex action. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Uh, plus, I think you guys actually have Ruger Thunderbolt 2s, which I think is what you meant to say you're using. Or, well, or what, what you meant to be using. Yeah, it's it says Sevillet Guardian and in parentheses Ruger Thunderbolt 2. So I now remember which one is based off gotcha. of the name we're actually using. Yeah, it's um, not exactly a satellite guardian, but it's close. Okay, so yeah. And it is a simple action for the to squeeze off a three-round burst. The stats for it are at the top of the uh, Google Doc. Yep. All right. So, um, then your spirit goes. How many gangers are left around us? There are five bikes, a total of six gangers. Well, four of the nearest drivers are going to be getting hit with the accident power from the spirit as he uh, uh, wills into existence uh, potholes and various other impediments to cause problems for them. Okay. Um, I forget how that works. It's resisted by their reaction plus intuition. If I win, they get a glitch. If I get more than four hits, it's a critical glitch. I got five hits. All right, yep, so one of the bikes, uh, the one that's directly in front of the car, um, they uh, they hit something and start flipping end over end, and um, the uh, Johnny Reb cab uh, attempts to evade and actually succeeds in ramming the crashing bike. Ooh. Uh, the bike is just, like, parts are sent all over the place. Um, whoever's in the Johnny Reb cab, who has the lowest edge, go ahead and roll it. I've got three. Two. Four. Oh. All right, All right. Two it is. Let's see if we can get another critical glitch. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to get more than one. God damn it. Yeah, that's another critical glitch. Oh my <laughs> yes! God. Oh, good news oh, is you get an edge back if you've got an open one. Yeah, I think we need to work a little harder on that requisition for uh, <laughs> unmarked and vehicle. Yeah. I'm going to hear Buckner a new one when I see him. (laughs) All three of you who are in that cab, if you had spent an edge earlier in the session as well, don't forget you would have gotten one back for your critical glitch for the other edge test that, you know, drew the gangers to you. Yeah, I I can't remember what we did last time if I spent an edge or not, but I just spent one after I had my critical glitch, so. All right. So, yeah, the, um, the bike explodes. It ignites as gasoline flies out and there's sparks flying. Everybody who is in the vehicle make a damage resistance test. Uh, AP minus 6, but you may use fire resistance. 
That's body plus armor, right? Yes. Yep, less six armor, but you can add your fire resistance. As flames wash over the Johnny Reb cab and into it because most of the windows have been shot out. The fire suppression system kicks on moments later, but, um, yeah, by then you've all been, uh, you know, cooked a bit. What's the base damage again? I didn't say. Four hits. Three hits. Three hits. Okay, do you guys have at least six points of armor after taking the, the AP off? Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. So, um, let's see. One of you got four hits. You only take two boxes of stun. The other one, the other of you take three boxes of stun each. And you would be on got fire, it. except the fire is, you know, almost immediately put out by the fire suppression system. Ooh, sorry about that bump there. I don't like Johnny Red Caps. They suck. Didn't quite see that coming. Hope that fellow's got good insurance. I am so mad at Johnny Red Cap right now. <laughs> I'm mad at these go-gangers. I want chimichangas, dang it. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, the Johnny Reb, Reb Cab is um, starting to give off some smoke, not just from the initial flames, but look like looks like there might be a bit of a problem with the engine. It's making a bit of a knocking sound, but it's uh, it's still running. And uh, let's see here. So that was fun. Uh, Tony, it's your turn. So you're um, oh, a good uh, 270 or so meters back. Oh, did Riding anything along. else happen to any of the other uh, gangers that were hit with accident? Nope, no, they're good. Damn. So, uh, I hit the panic button, and then I... Officers under fire at this location, and I send the signal out. All right. Uh, that's probably a simple action. Um, even, maybe even a free action. Okay, uh, they did hit one of these guys, uh... Um, and, uh, the bike flipped over and he's road rash, right? Uh, yeah, there's another road rash person who was shot off the bike, and then the third one, that was, um, part of an explosion and fricasseed, and, yeah. There, right. there were six bikes, uh, with a total of eight gangers, now there are four bikes with a total of five gangers. Alright, uh, I'm gonna stop at the first one that's, you know, off the road, and I'm gonna make sure that, uh... I'm going to check to see if they're alive, which, you know, there won't be. Okay. Um, you ensure that their fatal accident is indeed fatal. You're pretty sure it would have been, but there's still some sort of ragged gasping or breathing or, and you know, blood still kind of pumping out rather than slowly oozing, so. And some of the, one of these guys had this really nice uh, submachine gun with a drum on it, right? Um, yeah, that's kind of in, in pieces now. Well, anyway, I'm going to check up on these ones that follow the trail of dead gangers. All right. Second pass, Holmes. Oh, hold on. You forgot me. Is oh. Using uh, stim patch on oh, yeah, ejector, is, is that a simple action for me? Is it wirelessly active? Yeah, it would be. Then it'd be a free action, as long as you have a DNI, which you might not actually. No, I don't. So that'd probably be simple action. But yeah, sorry, Voss, I skipped you. Uh, nothing big. I'm just casting uh, magic fingers at a uh, force four. All right, roll your dice and your drain. Pretty much takes up your action. You have free action to do something with if you want. But uh, so yeah, Holmes, uh, it's your turn. So I'm going to use a simple action to uh, use that stem patch, and then I'm not going to do any reckless casting. So I'm going to take full cover. Okay, you're following Johnny Rebcab's advice and hitting the deck. Nina, your turn. Alrighty. So you're right up in the thick of it now. Outstanding. I'm going to grab another uh, front runner. Aim. 
and go for the uh, engine block again. It worked pretty well last time. So range isn't an issue, just minus two for the uh, moving vehicle and yep. the called shot. Yep. Right on. Nice. One, two, three, four, five hits. That's two net hits. 14p, AP minus eight. And it's disabled. Yeah, you also did enough damage to destroy the bike, so again, you just blow the engine out of the bike. Uh, out, out, out of the bike. Garrett and, uh, may hear me over say, God, I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and there goes another uh, flying parts and biker. Uh, so there are now three bikes left in four gangers. All right, so on a 10 of second pass, um, everybody make a perception check, unless you're hitting the deck or something. Actually, even if you are, you've got your tactical network going. Two hits. Two hits. Four hits. Six hits. All right, so... Yeah, any of you got two hits or more notices that uh, um, you'd previously not noticed before. Uh, there were... Uh, there were uh, two rotodrones that were above, and they're closing the distance a bit. You notice them in time as they start to open up with assault rifles that are mounted to them. What are they shooting at? Let's see. One of them is shooting at the Johnny Cab, and the other one is shooting directly at um, the person with the sniper rifle who's been dropping bikes left and right. Oh, hell. And here I was thinking the police were actually on time. <laughs> we are. We're right here. We are the police. Well, you know the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Cliff, as we're as all this is going on, I'm staying in uh, verbal contact with uh, Central, basically giving them updates as we go along. Also, relaying information, you know, to our location. I know they're probably going to have GPS, but you know, we all know that that's a pain in the butt to use sometimes. So, and I'm basically going to start yelling. We're taking fire drones in the air, you know. All right, uh, so Nina, you can make a defense test. You get a bonus three dice for being in a vehicle, but it's ripping off a ten-round burst, so minus nine. Yikes. So a net minus six to your null defense test. And the, uh, the Johnny Reb cab is actually, like, swerving left and right, and um, actually avoids getting hit by bullets. I'm going to edge that. Oh, wait, no, it gets penalties because it's a ten-round burst. Never mind, the Johnny Reb cab gets peppered with bullets. Four hits. Oh, yes. I mean, my condolences. You've been shot. <laughs> uh, so make a damage resistance roll. AP minus three. Looks like they're using explosive ammo as well. Oh, hell. Now you done pissed me off. <laughs> you shot my partner. <laughs> oh, whopping three hits. All right. Uh, what is your armor rating with the minus three penalty? Nine. Okay. You've just taken ten boxes of physical damage. I'm down. Make an edge test. It's a threshold of two. One. All right, your rifle goes falling out of the vehicle. I'm too dead to care. <laughs> well, this taco run just went downhill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's kind of a bad day. <laughs> All right. You're so proud. <laughs> I am. It's been a while since I've downed somebody in one shot like that. Yeah, I think it was tiny, wasn't it, last? I think so. I think that's every time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm dying, usually it so, takes uh, a lot of hits to down tiny. I'm unless going I'm using an architect. All right. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the Johnny Reb cab is also, looks like it's starting to, um, um, the, uh, there's little, like, bursts of, don't forget to, thank you for riding. 
and then it uh, kind of clips out. The electronics seem to go dead, and it starts to rapidly just sort of decelerate. Not as if it's breaking, just as if it's um no longer able to uh, move Ooh. itself. All right, Garrett, it's your turn. Now, Kimon, you did um accelerate before, so you do need to spend a complex action this phase to control your vehicle. Otherwise, you'll just kind of go straight, um, which might be fine, or it might mean you just run into things and maybe crash. Oh no, I'm gonna basically. Uh, I'm gonna be applying the brakes, turn the wheel. Basically, uh, I'm gonna stop. I'm going to do okay. a rapid deceleration maneuver, and I'm edging this one. Uh, just a sec here. I don't think you really need to make a test for that. Hmm. You just, just kind of hit the brakes. <laughs> do I do I have visual on those drones? Um, did you get at least two hits in your perception test before? Oh yeah, I got three. Oh yeah, you noticed them. You noticed them right before they opened fire. <laughs> What's the range on them? Um, they are... They're about 100 meters up. Fortunately, I think that's out of range for a heavy pistol. I think, think real quick. Yeah, that is. Yeah, figured. Extreme range just goes out to 60. Well, well, fine. He said I'm not going to need a test for this, but it will cost me a complex action. Yeah, basically in chase combat, you have to spend a complex action essentially doing nothing other than this is my just sort of driving. Right, Any other actions fine. you take to, you know, you can can be other actions involving the chase combat maneuvers or doing other things like shooting out of a car or something. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going, while I'm uh, coming to a stop, I'm going to move to the side of the road, try to find, you know, whatever, not necessarily cover but, you know, at least try to get out of the middle of the roadway, because there's still traffic on here. Okay. Oh, and I forgot the, um, actually, the other bikers who could take an action as well. Um, there's three other bike drivers who, last pass, they just used an action to, um, to just do their driving action. Um, this action, they're, uh, they're actually gonna, they've lost half their number, and actually a police officer, a police vehicle just showed up. So, um, they're gonna actually start, uh, tearing off away. They're going to leave the uh, the limping Johnny Cab and the stopping police car to speed off. And then we got uh, Billy Joe. Can I get a shot off on any of these other guys? Uh, let's see how far away they get with their sort of breakaway action. Yeah, they really um, they get a, well, we're going to say uh, the medium range for a pistol away. They're not really ripping away too quickly. Looks like maybe yeah. a little bit indecisive as they think, well, do we... Uh, you know, do we take take these guys on and try to finish them off, or cut our losses? They so they do eventually decide to cut their losses, but um, they they haven't gotten very far away yet. So medium range, I'm at what minus three dice? No, just minus one. Um, you don't really okay. count as firing from a moving vehicle anymore either. <laughs> so it's uh, yeah, it's more of a um, well, <laughs> smoking hole filled wreck. Okay, I'm going to take an aim action, and I'm going to shoot one guy. Okay, who are you shooting? One of the guys who's on a bike, a bike, or the guy who's a uh, riding passenger on the bike? Oh, uh, you know, before I shoot anybody, you said there was two rotor drones. Is it possible for me mm. to capture one or both of those rotor drones? Are you a decker or a technomancer? Uh, well, no, but I'm a rigger. And I have, like, electronic warfare skill. I mean, you could jam yeah. up the uh, noise level, couldn't you? 
You, 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 you could try to do something like that, uh, but yeah, in order to actually take over drones, you have to essentially be both a decker or technomancer and a rigger. Well, maybe not as a rigger to just give them commands, but essentially in order to give commands or take over a drone, you have to be able to get, put marks on it, and for that you need a cyberdeck or technomancy abilities. So what you're saying is, <clears throat> I need to get a cyberdeck and some hacking skills. Yeah, if you want to be able to do that. Nah, forget it. Yeah, that's why in the book uh, Fire and Frost, um, you know, there's the rigger who's just like running around like in the, in the last combat, who's uh, in just snacking yeah. drones and using them. Yeah, um, there's no actual mention of that rigger being also a decker, but I figured, oh, okay, also has some decking skills that just weren't otherwise mentioned. It made for good writing. Yeah, you it did. You might be able to use your electronic warfare to jam the drones. Yeah, uh, to basically up their noise. I think I'm going to shoot one of the drivers on one of the bikes that has two guys on it to make him crash. Okay, go for it then. Okay, taking an aim action. I got one, two, three, four, five hits. All right, you've got two net hits. What's your damage in AP? That's uh, 10 physical minus one AP. All right, uh, looks like you winged him a little bit. That'll suffice. Uh, but it doesn't seem to phase him any. Okay. Alright, so next on initiative, we've got see, the spirit. The spirit rolled horribly on its perception test. Doesn't even notice those uh, those drones, so he's going to be using the accident power on the uh, on the gangers again. Alright, actually, um, give me a, um, a logic test for the spirit. No hits. What's that? No hits. All right. Um, yeah, technically your orders were to um, prevent something to the effect of uh, prevent um, the gangers from interfering with the v- your friends. Yeah, Since they're driving know, off, he's just going to be like, uh, yep. Uh, he informs you that the, um, uh, the service is complete. Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, then we've got um, Tony. So yeah, you're, you're seeing all, you know, all kinds of nasty info coming off of the biomonitor readings from... Uh, uh, Officer uh, Taylor uh, Nina. Yeah, I just I hit the trauma patch button for uh, Nina. All right, Nina, you are stable. Yay. Um. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna come to a stop too. Okay. Um. Do anything else? Uh. Well. Uh, I would have liked. I wouldn't have brought that with me. So. Yeah. Not really. All right, so then Voss, you're last. I'm going to be readying my uh, stun baton with uh, a simple action with my magic fingers, and then with the other simple action, I'm going to be calling a cab. (laughs) All right. It starts ringing. And then third pass, Holmes. Are there any bikes left or bikers left? I'm going to uh, um, take a simple action to step up and look. Are you looking through the... uh, Tactical network feed. Yes, through the feed. Yeah, through the feed, it looks like the bikes are uh, moving away. It might circle back, but it looks like they're probably heading out. Yeah, I'll try and make a, a grab at the last one, so I guess I will uh, pop up, get line of sight, and then uh, try and grab somebody's mind. Okay. Uh, declare force and roll your dice. Let's do a force four. Oh, three hits. You have a tenuous hold on their mind. Alright, then, um, that's it for this. Um, so, the bikers are driving away, the rotor drones are actually, um, 
sort of raising up in the sky. Um, are you guys going to attempt to pursue in some way? I'm kind of hungry. And my Johnny Cab's dead. And your sister. <laughs> what? Yep. Yeah, yeah. you see over the uh, the tactical <laughs> network feed that um, her um, her biomonitor readers are reading is, is showing a critical condition. Nina! Uh, my sister! <laughs> ah! I'm going to go running back to uh, the car that she was in. <laughs> yeah, which is pulled oh, up right behind the Johnny Nina. Cab. Yeah, it looks like she's been riddled with bullets. There's blood all over the place. She's not bleeding, though, so it looks like the trauma patch kit worked, and it's, uh, her biomonitor is reading stable but critical condition. One okay. box from biting it. Going to give her a first aid. All right. Um, then give me a first aid test. Got one, two, three, four, five hits. So you heal three boxes of physical damage. Outstanding. That includes the overflow boxes, correct? Yes. <laughs> Nita, you, uh, Nita, conscious? speak to me. Speak to me, Nita. If I'm, uh, if I've got some physical boxes open now, am I conscious? Yep. Yeah. Then I'm conscious. Oh. <laughs> you become aware of the pain, and there's some like strange, like buzzing, frantic noise around you. It sounds familiar vaguely, but you're having a hard time placing it. I, I don't oh, put God, forth the effort. Nita. <laughs> 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 Gradually, your uh, your brother's frantic form uh, comes into focus from its blurriness. Oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> then you realize that your rifle isn't anywhere near you. Oh my god! <laughs> what? What is it? What is it? Where's my gun? Yeah, the real tragedy here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll look around for her rifle, her baby. Uh, um, you don't see it. It's probably been run over several back, times. Back <laughs> you haven't given your baby a name yet? None that I tell you anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she insists she's fine in a slurred, broken kind of voice. Gurgly? Were a you little, in a, a little too often, you know? Were you in the car with Garrett? Yeah. Garrett, what happened to Nina's rifle? Back that way. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think we got bigger things to worry about there, Haas. It's oh, still way, wildly please. active, so you could actually, like, you know, find it easily enough. I, I, I'm going back, back for the rifle. Hey, hey, it's Cliff. on the tack net. Yeah, Cliff, did those, uh, are those drones still on scene, or they take off? Uh, they, they were taken off. They, uh, they're rising to a higher altitude and heading away in the general direction that the, uh, bikers, the remaining bikers went. Is there any chance that my uh, tentative grasp on that dude's mind is enough to steer him back to us? Let's see. Resisting control thoughts. Don't It'll kill go. him. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you could assume them the idea that, hey, head on back here. Yeah, that's what, that's what I want to do. I want to puppeteer him right back to us. Answers first. Geek later. But you know, you might geek him from the pain. Deal with that if and when it becomes a problem. <laughs> Let's see here. Well, the spells sustain the target may take a complex action on their turn to resist by making a test with a dice will penalty equal to the spell's force. So, yeah, the uh, ganger um, turns around and uh, comes on back this way. As soon as he Sweet comes as back, as he's going to be looking down the barrel of my assault rifle with me ordering him off the bike. All right, uh, well, what is he thinking? Uh, 
He's thinking uh, that uh, once he pulls up to uh, to in front of us, he's going to put his bike on his kickstand and hop off and lay down on his belly and put his hands behind his head. All right, he uh, pulls up, gets back to you guys, and then he manages to rip free of the tenuous hold you have on him. Oh, that's okay. It won't matter. Because as soon as um, he's on the ground, oh, sorry. So he, he's kind of slowing down as he approaches, and then suddenly like shakes his head and guns it. <laughs> yeah. Curses. So, initiative, or? Uh, I'll just give you guys each an action before he gets away. I'm going to smack him with my uh, stun baton with magic fingers. (laughs) All right, go ahead and roll it. That's awesome. Smack the bike. I only got one hit. Uh, He definitely avoids the floating stun baton. Ah, He goes, ah, and kind of waves at it as he waves, uh, swats away it a little bit as he he tries to (laughs) (laughs) avoid it entirely. That's right. Swat the stun baton. That'll work. <laughs> he's not actually trying to swat it, but he's kind of like trying to wave it off as he as he, as he avoids it. Alright, uh, who's next? Or yeah, who else wants to go next? I will. Go for it. Can I shoot him with my uh, Defiance EX Shocker? Gonna try to tase him? Correct. Yeah, I'm gonna say um, the range on that thing is pretty short. I'm going to say a minus one penalty for range. Okay. Got to take an aim action. Try and tase him. Got one, two, three, four, five hits. All right. That is a glancing blow, but a glancing blow with a taser actually does deliver the shock, but no net hits for damage. Okay. So what's the base damage? Base damage is 9S electric minus 5 AP. All right. He's uh, definitely twitching a bit. But he's still up. And then, uh, Rob, you want to go next? You can have your gun out at the ready. Or should I say Officer Garrett? He is muted, it looks like. Okay. okay. Sorry about that. I had to make sure no extraneous noise got in. Okay. <laughs> What's his exact distance and what exactly was he doing? Is he trying to turn around and flee? Looks like he's not turning around so much as accelerating to get past in a way. <laughs> Guess what? Aiming for the bike. Full burst. Full auto. All right, just straight up damage in the bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten round burst. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's minus nine dice, and then another minus two from the previous defense test. So uh, he does not have any dice for defense. So whatever hits you get are net hits. Nice. Just give me the uh, final damage and AP. <laughs> okay, damage Nissan Optima two. I'm looking at. 13p, negative 2 armor penetration. Alright, so 8 of that damage gets through. You shot up the bike and it's making smoking and sparking. Uh, but it is still active. Uh, you haven't uh, managed to destroy the bike. Uh, ooh, ooh, me next. Um, that said, uh, he did, uh, actually, I figured between getting um, hit with the taser and the bike getting shot some... Or no, uh, you, you go ahead, um, Holmes. I'm going to grab his mind again, and I uh, got four hits on that roll. All right, um, you have a tenuous hold in his mind. He needs to bail out of his motorcycle. Uh, yeah, it turns out that that is um, not necessary uh, for you to have suggested. Um, it's actually um, involuntarily uh, chosen already as he, um, the shock of getting, well, shocked and his bike getting shot up, um, he actually manages to uh, wipe out um, 
fortunately for him, uh, he's not going very fast, so he tumbles a bit. He's wearing a helmet, um, hits the ground, and uh, essentially just knocks him out. Oh, sweet. Now we've got a perp and confiscated property. Is he conscious? Does not appear to be. I'm going to be uh, collecting my stun baton, dropping the uh, magic finger spell, and casting heal on Nina. All right, what force? Oh, uh, I guess it might as well be force six. Uh, Nina, what's your essence at? Six. Oh, nice. All right, so six turns of uh, combat turns of concentrating and channeling healing energy into Nina. Uh, how many boxes do you manage to heal? I got five successes. All right, so that's five more boxes healed. Cool. Thank you. And then you're feeling much better, but yeah, still kind of shot up. Yeah. That whole, you know, <laughs> bullet exploding near the jugular kind of, you know, hurts. And no drain. Yeah, and your uniform is just shot, literally and figuratively. All right, so yeah, you're uh, doing some healing. You're kind of gathering up the per- You guys are gathering up the perp. Imagine Tony's catching up to the group. I mean, uh, Tony, are you going to retrieve the rifle on the way? Or are you doing something else? Uh, were you talking to me? Yeah. Could you repeat that? So, were you going to be um, heading over to the uh, your main group? You were a little ways away from it before. All right. Um, as you are heading toward them, you're driving past where the rifle's on the ground. Uh, Nina's rifle, do you want to? It shows right. up on attack net as team gear that's yep. been dropped. Yeah. It certainly does. Yep, and you uh, you uh, pull up and see that uh, Nina's uh, definitely looking a lot better, only showing uh, uh, moderate physical damage. Uh, her biomonitor is requesting that she uh, receives hospitalization uh, after the uh, after the trauma. <laughs> uh, but she seems uh, she seems to be up on her feet and uh, a little pale, but otherwise okay. Uh, actually, Nina, give me a composure test. How many boxes did you Damn. go into your overflow? A one out of two. Okay. And I got three hits on the composure test. Okay. Um, yeah, you're you're managed to keep your outward calm, and you kind of prevent yourself from kind of like tearing up or otherwise obviously Good. freaking out. But um, Good. you do kind of notice you've got the shakes. It's fine. I'll do my best to hide them. I get I get the shakes on a monthly basis if I don't go in for my plasma refus or uh, you know what it's called. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of used to trying to hide that. They're 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 kicking it a bit more than usual, and um, not for not not from their usual source. So, um, yeah, uh, Tony, just... uh, give me a judge intentions roll on her. By the way, I'm securing the go ganger. Yeah, that's easy enough to do. Uh, go gangers wearing an uh, armor jacket and a helmet. Uh, it's got an Ares Sigma three submachine gun. I'm digging around in the trunk for my uh, for a jacket or something that's gonna hide the state of my the upper part of my uniform. I might as well scan him for uh, weapons and cyberware. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, just go give me a perception check. That bonus to uh, from the tack nut. Yep. What'd you get in your judge intentions, uh, Tony? Uh, Nick? Are we all supposed to do the judge intentions? That has more, I guess, rolling for him because he's uh, the LT. I hit my limit on uh, my perception, so five hits. I have uh, five hits. Okay. Yeah, you definitely pick up on that. She's um, she's outwardly calm and kind of managing her emotions, but um, she is freaking out a bit, and it's coming through physically with the, with the shakes a, little, a bit. Um, 
she's uh pretty admirably admirably hiding it uh, you know her um her discomfort at uh nearly dying just a moment ago and uh, uh she seems to be actually more nervous about trying to conceal the fact that she's shaken a bit than um anything else you know the fact that she just nearly died uh that said when you show her the rifle um um you see that the uh, the barrel is actually visibly bent and um the uh the part that fits in the bolt on the side like the uh, the the grip part of it that's knocked off completely um this is not going to fire until it's uh, uh seen some repairs looks like it's time for you and your baby to go into the shop uh frag about that time you guys hear the the whine of a uh, vector thrust vehicle in the air please tell me it's crash cart dock wagon or whoever the heck it is um uh, actually it is a uh, lone star um uh high threat response uh, essentially swat uh uh vtol hey, uh, swat right on time comes in for a landing <laughs> and uh out come a half a dozen uh fully armed and armored um, high threat response guys, and uh, they look around, secure the perimeter. One of them, uh, his uh, familiar uh, cocky stance, approaches the group. Oh, that son takes of off his helmet, <laughs> kind of jerks his head in the air back and forth a little bit to uh, jostle his hair, which flows in a uh, both a, a brilliant and beautiful and, and manly fashion. <laughs> his blonde curls. I is thought his hair blew in the wind by itself. <laughs> well, there's the vector thrust vehicle, too, but yeah. You notice there's no breeze. Lieutenant, permission and, uh, to punch him. <laughs> <laughs> and, yep, you see uh, Sean Jackson, who uh, gives a kind of a bright smile. You see his bright white teeth. As well. Punch him in the face. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I asked Lieutenant permission to punch him. Punch him in the face. On our secret private uh, tack chat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it seems you run into some go gangs. Garrett, you'll have to play with him on your own personal time off. <laughs> Don't worry, my men will have the situation secure in no time. You're in safe hands. It's secure. It's Jackson. Secure. Jackson, once again, you're a day late and a dollar short. As you can see, the situation's under control, and you can just stop your jaw jacking, and y'all could get back in that VTOL and beat feet. Oh, better yet, why don't nice. you do some real police work and secure the damn scene? We got wounded and a suspect to take care of. We got some real work to do. Yeah, the His eyebrows kind of raise, and he looks over the LT and says, Oh, somebody's had a rough day. Rough day? Rough day? I think they're upset about the fact that they're going to miss lunch. Low blood sugar. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I get that too. Um, I was in the middle of mine when we got the call, but... I'm walking got over here to really fast. Mr. Jackson. I'm going to step in front of Gary. <laughs> Dude, not now. Uh, don't worry, calm down. Uh, we can uh, take your suspect into custody for you if you like. Uh -uh. The perimeter no. is secure. Nah, he's coming with us. I look over at the like, LT and say, LT, I got this one. Uh, no, why don't we let Jackson take him? You gotta take uh, Nina in to have her checked out. Alright, let's get ourselves together. Alright, we've That's had a busy sure, uh, so, uh, we'll, we'll take your wounded aboard. Um, seems like you're pretty good there on your feet. 
little flesh wound there? I'm fine. Yeah, see, she's tough. Forget that, not the mouth. I'm going straight for the Johnson. Tell you what, uh, lady, uh, why don't you, uh, why don't you ditch these losers and, uh, join a real team? Um, can I make, like, a willpower test to keep from... I'm about ready to, uh... <laughs> make a, um, that would be a composure test. That sounds good. Oh, look, I failed. Oh, I crit glitched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you just kind of start seeing red and kind of rush, rush towards him. <laughs> um, anybody going to do anything else? What's the penalty for using mind control on a fellow officer? Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it depends. You might save his life. <laughs> officer Johnson, is that your name? Jackson. Jackson, sure. Okay, whatever. Um, you need to turn around. You need to get your ass back on that thing. And you need to never talk to me again. Because, you know... Sexual harassment is, is, is one of those touchy things, you know. He said, she said, and paperwork, and man, those, those things, can, they can really, really fuck up your life if, you, if, if they get a hold of you, you know? Even an informal inquiry will still go on a record. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't have any worries about anything getting misconstrued. Everything we're saying is being recorded. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it's all about um, perception, and it's all about the way people take things. Because, you know, the words can be recorded. That's fine. But if someone takes offense, that's all it takes. So get your ass back on your VTOL. Do not look at me. Oh, no, you're, you're coming back with us. <laughs> I'll get on the damn plane, but you're not going to talk to me. Do you understand? Fair enough. I'm not, all I'm saying is your talent is wasted on these bums. Shut the frag up. Get on the VTOL. And let's get the frag out of here. Go eat chimichangas, guys, and, like, bring me one or something. Right on, sis. Extra cheese. Yeah. Your medic is uh, looking you over, and uh, they're loading you up on the uh, VTOL. And, uh, no, the cab has not arrived yet. It's... It's showing an ETA of uh, 30 minutes, and the ETA is actually increasing rather than decreasing. Damn. Like, before they usher me onto the thing, I, I walk over to the, the LT and, like, hold out both hands for my gun. <laughs> oh, I give it to her. All right. Man. And just walk back, just shaking my head. <laughs> yeah, you can see, like, a number of the, the SWAT guys, are, as you're walking past them with a the gun, kind of noticing the gun and sort of lowering their heads and sort of kind of shaking their heads slowly. <laughs> I need a good old-fashioned New Orleans funeral march for this puppy. <laughs> All right, I'm out. All right, so um, rest of you uh, wait for the cab, I guess. The no, detail takes off. One person can go with Garrett, and somebody can come with me, or somebody can. Everybody can ride with Garrett. You can fit four people comfortably in the squad car if people are willing to ride in the back. Oh, so what? Is everyone afraid I might do something on the way to Central? <laughs> I don't care about riding in the back. Holmes is indifferent. He'll get whatever he can to get there. And uh, the rest of you are all okay? Yeah, we're riding the squad car. Cancel the cab order, I guess. Alright, yeah. So everybody can fit in the squad car, I guess, but uh, I imagine um, Tony wants to drive his bike. Oh, I'm gonna go have tacos. <laughs> Alright, so um, is everybody 
else turning around or also going to get tacos? Oh, I'm taking this scumbag back. <laughs> I'll do it solo if I have to. Yeah, I'm heading back under the uh, under the direction that I need to take a little bit of a nap for some time because uh, I'm not so swell. I look a little look a little pale. <laughs> All right, so everybody except for Tony is uh, heading back to Central, either on a VTOL or in a, or in a squad car. But but we're not getting the chimichangas anymore. <laughs> uh, I don't know I about mean, y'all, but I'm still hungry. Well, hop on the back, Billy Joe. Let's go, LT. Hold on a second, Lieutenant. I've got something for you to take with you. Uh, I'll put my hand on his shoulder and uh, cast uh, increased intuition at uh, force five. All right, what's your base intuition? Uh, three, but is that going to work once I kind of get out of range? Yeah. It's uh, difficult to find, but if you look under, I believe, the concealment power, it uh, mentions that sustained spells do not require line of sight once they've been cast. It's an odd place to have it, but hey, that's the Shadowrun 5 book for you. Yeah, plus if you needed line of sight to sustain spells, invisibility would kind of be pointless. Remember, line of sight is the principle by establishing the connection between the caster and the... um, Whatever the hell you call it, of the the aura of the target. Yep. So he, you do have to have line of sight in order to attach the spell initially, but to put forth a mental effort to keep the spell going, you don't have to be in visual range of the target. Plus three to your intuition until you uh, send me a text message or I take a nap. You, you know you're gonna see everything we're seeing anyway. Yeah, but hey, uh, I've got a, I'm heading back in the uh, squad cart, but I might as well give you something to help you out on the way there. Thank you. You go, you guys go get some rest and take care of Nina. Uh, you know, I don't normally go for random encounters in role-playing games, but that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I think that worked out pretty damn well. Hey, we lived through three critical glitches. I think we did okay. Yeah, right. Four, actually. Four total. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Fourth one. <laughs> well, somebody did die. Yeah, just about. Yeah, a whole bunch did. <laughs> All right, uh, Cliff, can I roll? I want to roll my um, knowledge of the gangs uh, in uh, the Dallas area. I want to know if I can know which gang this is and where they usually hang out. Okay. Uh, yeah, give me a roll. Okay, I added edge in on this. And I have five hits. Sorry, the limit's four. Oh, wait, edge is in, so it's five. All right, so five hits. All right, there. All right, so, yep, they're the, uh, the Landry... <coughs> pardon me. Um, the uh, Landry Devils. Uh, the highway you're on is often called the Tom Landry Freeway. And they, they generally frequent uh, the stretch of space between the... Uh, um, there's an exit for Holt Street... And then the exit uh, for Beach Street. Um, you guys are in a stretch between. Um, sorry, it's not Hold Street. Uh, o- South Oakland Boulevard. That, that's where they got on the highway, and um, you guys kind of ended up the, uh, the, the the chase about two thirds of the way between that and the Beach Street exit. And there's a uh, sort of a. You're pretty sure they hang out at one of the um, like old automotive shop type spaces just north of the. Uh, freeway off the uh, Oakland Boulevard exit. They're um, they're generally pretty uh, 
you know, fairly crazy violent. They don't just do thrill kill for the hell of it, but um, they will go after any sort of um, choice targets that pass through. Uh, you happen to know they, they, they do kind of the standard protection racket that a lot of actually cab companies um, that actually do often pass through these areas actually pay them off to leave them alone uh, for driving through the Arlington area. Okay. Uh, you happen to know they don't get along very... They're, they're one of those gangs that um, the VV don't really stand for, but they're outside of the VV turf, so they don't usually clash very often. All um, right. They, they also get a lot of their guns from... Um, uh, one of your uh, second cousins. Probably Pablo. Yeah, we'll say Pablo. Yeah, he, uh, he tends to deal in uh, you know, a lot of like machine pistols and submachine guns. Uh, you you definitely recognize the uh, the area sigmas as his work. He's intensely to uh, suggest uh, explosive ammo as a good uh, cheap add-on. Uh, the added gas vent three is a, a good upsell modification, and uh, that's what these submachine guns have. Um, I didn't mention before too, but these guys do also have the uh, the Fiancetti Military 100 uh, machine pistols, also with the added gas vent three and explosive ammo. Also, something Pablo likes to push to the uh, gangers and look gangers that are looking for uh, 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 cheap firepower. So we obviously wouldn't leave those sitting around. I guess we throw those in the back of the truck and turn them in, turn them into the evidence impound kind of thing. Yes, Billy Joe. This is a very important incident that we have all of the evidence available. You're pretty sure they wouldn't have gone after you if they would have seen the cop car? Oh, it's too late now. They almost killed one of my officers. Billy Joe? Oh, hang on. How do you turn this thing off? Okay, there we go. So, Billy Joe. Yeah? I figure Garrett is good if we go... I figure Garrett is a good one. Uh, if we go do a little hunting, uh, might be a way to acquire some stuff off the books. Looks like uh, you guys at least need some motorcycles or something that we can trade in for a car. I need a van to put my drones in. Okay, and they had drones. Maybe they have a van or something. Anyway, I figure the three of us can off the books pay a visit or see what's up and hit them. As long as they shoot first, it's all good. And actually, they kind of did, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Hmm, I'm going to have to think. You know what? I think it would be a good team-building exercise. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> team-building. Uh. I think a little off-hours team-building exercise. I'll schedule that. All right, so um, Tony and Billy Bob, you're heading to the restaurant. Billy Joe, not Billy yes. Bob. Well, it's, it's yes. Billy and something else with three lives. So Billy Bob is, I don't know, never mind. Billy <laughs> Joe <laughs> and, <laughs> and Tony are heading to uh, El Rancho del Taco. Best taco rancho place in town. All right, so it's uh, kind of toward the end of the lunch rush. Uh, it is it is getting into the Fort Worth area, which yeah, Fort Worth is generally a lot nicer than the Dallas part of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But you're still kind of in the area where the the kind of rot of Arlington still kind of touches, touches uh, gets into uh, uh, Fort Worth. Uh, there's still, you know, significant bars over windows and everything, and uh, you know, definitely signs of poverty in places where bolts have chipped into the brick of nearby buildings. 
But yeah, this place seems to be hopping a bit. It's starting to clear out some. A lot of people are kind of finishing their meals. Um, this place is a kind of a tacky, kind of standard fare Tex-Mex place. Uh, much like many of the uh, kind of Tex-Mex food uh, restaurants in um, in Dallas-Fort Worth and much of Texas, um, the sort of Mexican uh, look has been toned down because they don't want to make people think much of Azatlan, uh, which Mexico is certainly associated with. Mm. Um, but it's, uh, so it's, uh, definitely more Texan appearance than, uh, Mexican appearance, but it's got a lot of the, uh, sort of, uh, flair and it looks like, uh, like a pretty cheesy standard Tex-Mex kind of place. Uh, you smell the, smell the food, which sounds pretty good, or which smells pretty good. It's a, uh, kind of cheaper place, but not like bottom tier fast food Tex-Mex either. So almost everything's bound to be soy, of course, as far as meat goes. And uh, there are a couple tables open. We have tacos. All right. You order some tacos. The tacos are quite good. Again, they are soy meat tacos, but they um, barely taste it. There's lots of spice in there. Uh, the tomatoes are reasonably fresh. And you get uh, sour cream and guacamole and all the fixings. And it's, again, like I said, this place seems pretty busy. It's an actual like like sit down place. Um, Does it have a, like a bar or some place where people would hang out longer than just a meal? Uh, yeah, there is a bar area. Um, it's there isn't a bartender there at the moment. It looks I mean, there are some people kind of sitting there eating their meals there. Uh, some people are getting coffee. Uh, it doesn't look like they've got sort of the um, the alcohol stuff running at the moment, but. At one point, you do see a, a, a server go behind the bar and uh, get somebody a, a beer and bring it out to their table. So it's not like it's completely shut down. You can you could sit there if you wanted to. Well, we're just scoping the place out, and uh, I figure probably it's really a dinner time and an evening that uh, business gets done here. All right, and go ahead. Give me a give me a perception check, both of you. Okay. Don't forget your intuition bonus. I got three. Uh, I got one. <laughs> I got three hits. All right, then. Um, I believe Joe, give me a um, judge intentions roll. That's uh, that's you, Ken. Oh, I'm sorry. So judge intentions. Okay, got one, two, three, four hits. All right. So yeah. But so between your perception and your, and your judge intentions roll, you spot um, kind of at a corner. Um, at a corner table, um, in the room with the bar, there aren't as many people sitting around. There is, um, there is one guy, a really, really fat Hispanic dude, um, who's got, uh, sort of the ruins of several plates of tacos in front of him. Um, he's watching, uh, the LT real close. So. He's trying to be surreptitious about it, but you definitely notice that he's, um, He's paying him real close attention, keeping a real close eye on him. I will say sub-vocally, LT, the large Hispanic gentleman in the corner seems to take an interest of you, and I will mark him on our uh, HUD so he knows exactly who I'm talking about. Well, um, actually, I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you um, sit at the bar then and kill some time? I'm going to kill me some chimichangas. All right. Chimichangas are excellent. They got really good food here. The guy's still eyeballing the LT? 
Yeah, he's not really obvious about it, but he's definitely paying pretty close attention to him, keeping an eye on him. Um, before too long, there's a couple of uh, couple of kind of tougher-looking guys come walking into the place, and uh, they actually go back over to him, and uh, they seem to have a chat for a bit, and he kind of like waves at him, and uh, give me another Judge Intentions roll. Okay. Got one, two, three, four, five hits. Uh, yeah, you you kind of get the sense that he's he's definitely um, with his gestures and body language um, telling him, uh, yeah, just get going, not now, and they seem a bit confused, like, hey, we got, you know, we were expecting to meet with you or something. You're not picking up words or anything, but uh, and eventually they sort of like turn and walk off a bit frustrated and um, take a kind of a surreptitious glance at you guys as they they walk past. Uh, are we able to like get uh, uh, images of them pretty easily so we can make their faces? Cyberize either of you? Uh, we've got those fancy goggles. Are you, yeah, we're are totally goggles? wearing them while we're eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. Hey, safety first. You don't want to get some hot sauce in your eye. <laughs> Um, I'd say if one of you could make a palming roll, you could kind of like angle your goggles where you could get some pictures without being too obvious. Is palming... Uh, it's in the stealth group. It's uh, agility-based. Can you default for that? Yeah. Okay, I'll have to default for it. All right, make a roll. I got zero hits. Yeah, so... Hold on, like hold a- on, hold on. I want to I wanna edge it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, right. I know I'm raining on your parade. <laughs> I did get to have fun with critical witches <laughs> earlier, so I suppose. Okay, now I've got three hits. All right, so yeah, you're you're pretty surreptitious about it. Um, you don't think they really noticed or paid any mind. You kind of have your goggles hanging around, and you just kind of reach up and take a bite of something, and 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 uh, you know, kind of turn an angle in such a way where you're able to get some shots of them. All right. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're definitely like tougher looking Hispanic dudes who look like they uh look like they probably get in a lot of fights. One of them has a looks like his nose has been broken at least a couple times. The other one's got an obvious scar across his forehead. All right. Uh, actually give me perception checks uh, and take four dice away. Okie dokie. I have one hit. I have one, two hits. Use your tack dice. Um yeah, it's it's enough to tell that they're they're definitely packing, and over uh, your bonus dice from Tacnet, and then also you know uh, your three higher and your dice pool, Tony, from the, uh, the spell you got on you. Uh, you know, sometimes you just roll bad. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you guys <laughs> yes, can definitely you tell that they've got um they got a, a bulge underneath their jacket where they've got some sort of um um hardware. Yeah, I'd sometimes get that reaction, too, from men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably heavy pistols. Yeah, they can call it whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, uh, they head out. So they're, uh, the, the kind of fat dude in the corner, um, he just kind of continues hanging out. Um, he's, yeah, after a little while, the server comes by and uh, brings him another plate of tacos. Well, we're going to finish eating, have our coffee, make sure those two guys have plenty of time to look suspicious if they're hanging outside waiting to kill us, and then we're going to go. Okay. You know, where are you guys going? We're going to go check on Nina. Oh, weren't we supposed to bring a bunch of tacos with us? <coughs> yes. 
Oh, damn it. Okay, we'll go order a whole bunch of tacos to go with extra cheese. For, you know, they, I'm sure they got one of those big boxes of tacos. Hey, good job, Billy Joe. All right. Yep. Yeah, so, um, uh, what's your lifestyle? Hi. Okay. Yeah, you can afford this, no problem. Um, without extra money. <laughs> Billy Joe's going to have to carry them all. This is pretty much slumming it for you, but, you know, it's 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 good. It's good. Crappy food. I haven't I mean, it's eaten not real way for months. <laughs> yeah, and you can barely taste it. It's just in the texture. And, uh, let you guys uh, head on back, and, uh, you guys, uh, kind of, uh, you know, as you're, uh, pulling in, uh, parking lot area, um, um, a, um, you kind of find a parking spot, a, um, a, uh, a, uh, ghostly form appears in front of you, and, uh, and says, hey, uh, just thought you might like to know you, uh, you brought in a, uh, you brought in a hitchhiker. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, Holmes, Voss, some, uh, magic-y stuff. Can you guys stop by and check it out? Oh, um, it's taken care of now. It was, uh, looks like, a kind of a, a mid-force, uh, water spirit was, uh, stuck on you pretty good. Yeah. I kind of brush, brush my back and brush my sleeves. What was it doing on me? Ew. It was following you, uh, probably keeping tabs. All Maybe right. Maybe those uh, go-gangers that you, uh, heard you guys ran into, uh, sicked it on you? No, I think I had one of those unwanted admirers. Thank you very much. Hey, no problem. It's my job. Wow. The, uh, manifesting mage demanifests. Okay, I guess the dips are useful for something. Yeah, so you uh, join up the, with the rest of the crew and uh, you know, stop by where uh, Nina's uh, in the uh, um, in the uh, HQ's um, what's the term for not really hospital, but hospital-like area infirmary. Infirmary. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes, infirmary. Yep. Uh, you're in the infirmary, Nina. You're being you know checked over, and they're running tests, and they've pulled a couple bullets out, and good tacos for all. Outstanding. Yep, and you are, um, you're essentially, uh, cleared for, you're, at the end of the day, you'll be cleared to go home and, uh, given paid leave for, for a minimum of three days. <sighs> All right. Uh, it's better rifle, than unpaid leave. Your rifle can be repaired, um, it is gonna need, uh, like a new barrel and some parts. Essentially, um, 10% of its base cost is yeah. gonna have to come out of the budget to, uh, fix it up. Sure can't come out of my paycheck because I haven't gotten paid. Speaking of which, when are we going to get paid? Because um, i got to get in for my appointments soon. Uh, Billy Joe, you want to check the paperwork on that? I would be happy to, LT. You guys get paid uh, bi-weekly. All right. I'll bet Sumner's in charge of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where's Voss? I'm here. Yep, he was waiting for tacos and keeping an eye on Nina. All right, it looks like uh, Brute has uh, access to some magical stuff on the way in. Um, the uh, One of you guys uh, found, we were followed in by one of a water elemental. What, what was it? Something like that. That's what the guy said. Yeah, so what this ghost guy said, or was it your ghost guy? Looked like a... Okay, well, how do you tell? How do you tell the ghost guy who they really are when they aren't ghosts? 
Well, they just yes. look like they're uh, the real version of themselves. So you know, think of uh, think of what they they should really look like on the inside, and that's what they look like on the outside there. Okay, I didn't know who this guy was. So is that normal that there's somebody here that checks if we're followed in with uh, water spirits or stuff? Uh, there's definitely astral security at the Lone Star HQ. Yep, so it looks like maybe we got tagged, and they're going to know that uh, we know and that they know. There's going to be a whole lot of knowing going on. Yep, but, uh, you know, at least this way we can plan for it. I think we've gone in cold. It would have been a big surprise. Well, I'll say uh, next time we should probably uh, see what we can do about avoiding the firefight on the way over for tacos. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Uh, which reminds me, in a couple days, uh, we're gonna do. I'm one. I'm gonna hold an off-duty hour uh, team-building event. You interested, Maxwell? Oh, uh, sure, sure. All right, I'm gonna have the whole team together. It's all invite. It's on me. Uh, we're gonna go uh, gear up and have some fun. Uh, sounds good. Oh, uh, hold on a second. I I uh, drop the spell that I've got on you and, and perk up a little bit. Well, I think we've got to go update the crime board and uh, see what we can uh, look up and investigate uh, in the next couple days on this group. Yarp. Sounds right. good. Uh, I think we'll call it there. The Tops Company, Inc. has sole ownership of the names, logo, artwork, marks, photographs, sounds, audio, video, and or any proprietary material used in connection with the game Shadowrun. The Tops Company, Inc. has granted permission to the Arcology Podcast to use such names, logos, artwork, marks, and or any proprietary materials for promotional and informational purposes on its website, but does not endorse and is not affiliated with the Arcology Podcast in any official capacity whatsoever. All other works mentioned in this podcast are the property of their respective owners. Original content of the Arcology podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 unported license. So if you use any part of the show, please give us credit. 